Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. It's Brick. What up, Red Pill? Blue Pill. Tell it. Know the Ledge Radio. Tuesdays and Fridays. Let's go. I present you red and blue pill and prescribe you to take them both. They said in these microphones, I'm the virus, I need a host. No, the legend don't cross it, cause you might overdose. Release those yeah. toxins from your conscience. Play the beat through stethoscopes, it's for my folks. The originators, atmospheric pressure raising. Thoughts be constantly in orbit, till my page is out of space. Cosmos, astrological, a star right in your face. Didn't plan it like Pluto, melanated the greatest race. From niggas to gods, it's literally just a human display. Walking immortal, live forever through these songs I make. Brigatologists, Discover this very deep inside this continent. Okay. They have to pass many courses at their local colleges to study what this naga did. Futuristic shit, 2125, and when that time exists, they will realize who the Messiah is. Let's break the foundation with that fire spit. It's telling yoga flames, I'm on my street fighter shit. I swear I wish my ancestors they ain't find this shit. Transatlantic travel maiden voyage from their cargo pick to picking cotton and sugar cane and then refining it. Trying to restore our dominance. Black power in this motherfucker better know it. Give the truth, they tell me give them more risk. These black laws, yeah, you better know it. I'm less of a rapper, more of a poet. This my open. Maintain focus as we enter through the pillars of realness. Truth revealing. Tuesdays and Fridays, live so you can feel it. Can't feel it. Oppressed prayer every day to hear me kill it. More than just an intro. This was how I'm feeling. We just left the scene's conference and we ain't finished building. The sky is the limit. We just crashed through the ceiling. Feel the energy of the crystal speak. Spiritually a symphony charged by the elements for many centuries. Live basis for our ancestors, keep it spinning beat. We evoking the spirits that guard us from our enemies. I say, I create, and I display what I made. Give it straight to the people, feel the power in waves. Black fist in the sky, but this ain't hip hop array. Putting pressure on these culture vultures, watching decay. It's time to take back what's all the monumental display. Kings County, only royalty around me. Come on! Peace, 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 peace to you and yours, peace to you and yours. Welcome to Know the Less Radio. You are now rocking with the best. Yes, this is your host for the evening, Brother Red Pill, soon to be joined by Brother Blue Pill. That track that you just heard, that is my brother, my comrade, Bricker Foundation, repping Toledo, Detroit, and all surrounding areas. Shout out to that brother. Shout out to Keith. Shout out to New Era Detroit. Shout out to Nandi's Cafe. Everybody in the Detroit area, Michigan State, uh, the General Sarasuta City, all of the fam out there. Salute. All right, hold your head and see I doing monumental work and uh, 
Just keep pushing. You already know. All right, family. Welcome back to another explosive episode of No Delege Radio. Uh, tonight, we are going to be introducing the family to a, a heir, heir to the throne, all right? A brother who is part of a bloodline and a family who is responsible for disseminating information, waking up millions of people. Who am I talking about? I'm talking about Dr. Malachi Z. York, and his son will be joining us tonight, who goes by the name of Brother Ali York. Ali York will be in New York City this weekend, Sunday to be exact. I believe that's Valentine's Day with our brother, King Simon, the legend, Brother King Simon, will be bringing in Ali York to speak on what is known as the Luciferian conspiracy. All right? So we're going to build on that tonight. We're going to get into it. Give me one minute. I'm going to open up the chat room in um, a few seconds. So let me get myself settled. But, yeah, we look forward to that. But in the meantime, between time, make yourselves comfortable. All right, let me go to the studio and see if my co-host is in the building. All right. And thank you, everybody, who came on Tuesday's show, who came through for Tuesday's show. That was a very powerful gathering, all right? Showed up in um, very large numbers to hear Dr. Umar Johnson deliver the philosophies and opinions of Dr. Umar Johnson Unfortunately, he was not. He was uh, re, had to reschedule the show. wasn't able to make it on the show, but uh, in notable fashion, we uh, did what we had to do. You know what I'm saying? We did what we always do, and that was to hold down the fort and to present the family with information, talking points, and you know, just questions that we pose. That uh, you know will give you something to think about. And we also brought forth um, some solutions to the Flint water, the Flint, Michigan water, or rather human crisis, all right? We introduced the concept of crowdfunding, possibilities of crowdfunding, crowdsourcing, um, water filter systems, as an alternative to bottled water, things of that nature, especially when we're talking about long-term survival and, um, you know, some some well-thought-out solutions. But let me do this. Without any further ado, let me open up the line for my co-host, Brother Blue Pig. All right? Appreciate you yours. Yes, indeed. Welcome to Notre Dame Radio. You are now rocking with the best. This is your co-host, Brother Blue Pill, reporting live and direct. What's good? All is well, brother. How are you? I'm wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful, brother. You know what I'm saying? Yes, indeed. Indeed. It's a little noisy where you're at, bro. Is it? The way to contain that noise? Um, I'm not. I, I mean, I have my, my headset on. I thought that... You know, you can only hear what was coming through the microphone. Let me see something. Hold on. Hello? 
Yeah. Is that a little better? That's a lot better. All right. That's a lot yeah, better. Yeah, the microphone, the microphone was probably picking up, you know, it's powerful microphone, but I'm just finishing up the business meeting, so I do apologize to the family, the listening audience. Um, but nonetheless, you know, welcome to the latest, greatest episode, KTL Radio. Peace to you and yours. Well, that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, man. So I was just letting the family know that, um, you know, we have a powerful line. We have a powerful show for them tonight. Uh, yeah. You know, bringing our brother from uh, the Nuwabians, brother Ali York. I had the pleasure of meeting the young man before. And, um, you know, I look forward to hearing what he is going to be bringing to the conversation uh, dealing with the Luciferian conspiracy. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's, (laughs) you know, right now, that's, um, if you do do that thing proper, that's one hell of a layup. Yeah, that's a yeah. that's a nice layup. That's that's almost impossible to uh you know, not hit a home run on that one. So Yeah, you know, I mean I gather that brother has the right level of insight, you know what I'm saying, to, to properly weave that tapestry together, you know, be all inclusive because it's a lot of things that he could uh he could touch on bring it to light. Indeed, indeed. So what's been going on since last broadcast uh, with you? I'm sure you've been taking care of some things, anything you want to... I, I, I'm with the family. I'm continuously, you know, on my, my grizzlies to finalize and complete the opening season, Tweezy season one, you know, you know, not that easy, that, that Tweezy season one, like for Pablo. The life of Pablo. The life of Pablo. You know, the real deal. So, can arduously to complete the first season of this clothing line and debut it. I think that it's actually going to take place tomorrow, which registers as the 44th day of the calendar year. <clears throat> I erroneously said on two programs ago it was Valentine. I was tripping in my notes. It's on the 13th. Um, so that'll be a prime, prime, uh, moment, resonating moment, tap into that formation energy, you know? You already, <laughs> you already know. Yeah, I think a lot, yeah, mad people will be trying to do their releases on Saturdays now, so, you know, I might say, roll up. I said, man, people are going to be trying to do releases, video releases, album releases, and all of that. They're going to try to see the emphasis on tapping into that Saturday day energy. You know, right. shake the world up. Yeah, you know I mean, so she tapped in on a Saturday, ain't tap out yet. Ain't tap out yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, there's a power cord over there. Yeah, it's a power cord over there. You know, her shit live wire. Yeah, you know, she caused more water cooler conversations this past week. Probably since Bill Cosby. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else was moving. Yeah. 
Nothing else was moving. It's Beyonce no. and Gravitation Waves all week. You had that on lock. Mm-hmm. That on lock. Kanye crazy. Changed the name. Buzzer. Yeah, if I was Kanye, he I'd have held out. Yeah. He jumped on his wave and he jumped off. He crazy. Pablo wave. Come on. How long I've been saying my project and then pop more be about to get on my max do shit. <laughs> about to text with Khalifa like, look. <laughs> that nigga know. Jumping on waves and waves. But yeah, did you see that fashion show? Is it is it is it truly worth talking about? I got broke. Nah. I didn't see the panda, the panda panda. I didn't see that. Nah. You don't got title? You don't got the wave? Nah, I ain't on title, bro. I'm not a subscriber to title. Okay. You're saying it like, you know, like that's not a streaming service that you wouldn't want to be on or something. Oh, no, no, no. Um,. I got a lot of respect for titles. You know, I like what they're doing. I saw the Money and Violence premiere on title. Checked it out. You know, it's that was my first. All right. I said I saw the Money and Violence uh, season two premiere on title the other day. So that okay. was like my first time utilizing the service as a as a streaming service, the way that people utilize YouTube and stuff like that. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely checking it out because, you know, the plans that we have to launch our streaming service, I got to check out the, uh, I won't call it the competition, but I have to check out all of the other streaming services that are in the arena, you know, for, um, just for, just for like heads up, you know what I mean? Just to walk away with something. So it's cool. I, I just, you know, you know me, I'm not, I don't do the Kanye hype. You know what I'm saying? I listened to the album. It was Hot Trash by Shooter. And, you know, I saw some images from the Madison Square Garden. As a matter of fact, I walked by the garden when the whole Yeezy thing was going on yesterday. I was coming from the district. And I was going to that 24-hour post office right there. So I was able to be in the midst of all things widow. You know, I was in that wave. I was right. in the weirdo gravitational pull. I was in the weirdo black hole. They tried to suck me in the garden. Tried to keep it moving. Right. You know. But um, you know, I respect the brother's artistic creative his creative uh his creativity, you know, uh-huh. as a fellow as a fellow uh creative. I see where right. he's going with he debuted the one of the most interesting things that came out of that whole uh situation yesterday he debuted a video game i'm into stuff like that like i you know uh involving his mother he, he has a video game featuring his mother who uh is an ancestor and yes. i found that to be very interesting but um yeah i don't wear his clothes i can't afford the sneakers and the music you know i'm on the fence about that and after what i heard I feel offended that he even named it the life of Pablo. That's your name. You know, I'm like, damn. How you gonna, yeah, how you so gonna name a brick? How you gonna name a brick after the blue? <laughs> I mean, he just he, <laughs> he he jumped on the wave and he just left the dog and that's it because, you know, 
when I debut this clothing line with this album, you know what I mean? It's it's it's, it's rightfully what it is, but like I said on Brother Rich's, you know, that's that's just the uh the residuals and the results of, of getting into this law forty four thing. You oftentimes you, you cross you know you cross different threads and, and those threads merge, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes yeah, huh? Like a synthesizing of the wave, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, your thoughts like, become like, super loud in other people's heads as a result of, you know, the fact that um you know what I mean, like I said, when 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 you when you offer up law forty four synchronicities, when you offer the sinks you can actually, you know, you're in that space, you're in that field. You know what I mean? You could thwart a conspiracy by calling it out. If that's what you want to quote unquote call it, you know what I mean? You can also collapse a wave and put I mean like it's 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 a lot of things that that, that that come from playing these games in the cosmos. But um, yeah, he's gonna have to explain that. He have to explain that. He have to come up with a better explanation. And his explanation is he's saying that he's riding off of the wave of of, of Saint Paul, you know. And like I said, that's all Law Forty Four because Saint Paul was, uh, you know, that's all Forty Four A.D. That's when he started his mission out of Antioch, and it got pretty much um, sainted. You know what I'm saying? So. Oh, it's a very interesting narrative, and it, like I said, it all leads back to the larger narrative. I'm here in the cosmos seeing everything play into, you know, the, the, the ultimate game plan. You know what I'm saying? The hand of God. So I'm 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 delighted, B. I'm delighted to save all of this marketing money and just have the universe work in my favor. Show me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I make it do what it do. Do what it do. Yeah, I know. So, with that being said, um, you know, I want to, um, anybody that's in New York, we are going to be in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, tomorrow at the, uh, the Diaspora Marketplace. That'll be in the Restoration Plaza. All day starts around 2 p.m. and it goes on until about 6 o'clock. Uh, we will be amongst multiple vendors that will be selling their wares. And um, Mama Pill will be in the building, red and the blue, alongside uh, um, a bevy of other designers, um, small businesses. Uh, fashion, world-renowned fashion designers such as Brenda Brunson Bay and a few others. So if you're thinking about getting something for your missus or your bay, okay, uh, just or if you want to come amongst the family to support, you want to chop it up, I think Mama Pill will have herbs in the building. She has a whole group of people who she's been counseling. They'll be there to buy up some stuff. So if you want to come and pick up some herbs, the restoration is in Bed-Stuy, right on Fulton Street. That is also going to be the new home for Nicholas Bookstore, Nicholas Brooklyn, when they relocate, I believe, yeah. sometime in the spring. 
Right. So, so come through. Come through. Come to Med Star. It's no longer do or die. Okay. Safe. Yeah. You okay? Safe. Safe. It's safe. It's safe. And um, you know, we'll be there. I just figured we say that. You never know who's out there listening. Yes, indeed. So, and it's gonna be directly asked. Yeah. There'll be no. Yeah, there'll be no one twenty-two tomorrow. Nah, no two fifths. But I'm gonna have them pieces in the building. You know, I'm gonna have a line with me. Come see it. You know. And uh. What's the name of it? It's called Crop Circle Clothing. And there's a subdivision, yeah, because I'm a twin. I got to do things in twos. I'm dropping two lines. So I'm dropping to Lego, and I'm dropping crop circles. Okay. And, you know, both of them are, they're relatives, you know what I'm saying? They have the same intent, and they have different purposes at the same time. So feel me on this. This is a whole lecture series. It's not just a clothing line, you know what I'm saying? These are cliff notes, plus degree, so, you know, I'm honored for the ability to be able to uh, next level of um, control to change this conversation because I like what I've seen thus far in the conscious community, quote-unquote, in regards to apparel, but I think that, um, you know, there, there's there's more envelopes that need to be pushed there's no, there's more conversations that need to be had. If clothing is a canvas, there's more artistic expressions that need to be expressed. You know, yeah. And um, I, I, you know, I have a very active mind. I'm always coming up with concepts. I wake up with ideas, and I don't want to overburden my my good brother. I'm talking to you, trying to get an idea. Like, yo, throw this on here. Throw. My ideas might not necessarily work best on your canvas. But that's not to take anything away from your canvas. You know, we are unique individuals and we merge and we meet at the top. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got uh, Kings County Couture, that KKK. I got Crop Circle Clothing. That's, you know, both of them at the end of the day, they, they register on, on the threes, three, three, threes, 11, 11, 11. You know, three, three, threes. So, Feel me? It's, 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 I hate you like that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we might even you know, collab on one day. Yeah, mathematically, the people can see that, you know, it, it all adds up. It adds up to the same thing. But uh, in a, in a, in a, in a letter sense, it's, it's, it's something different, but it's the same thing. So it's the same thing with the clothing. You might think that it's something different, but it's the same thing. Feel me? It's just a new expression. It's, it's just a little something in addition to what you witness. You're about to witness something that you've never witnessed. So that's where we're going to take it. You know, okay. I have an esoteric line and I have an exoteric line. So oh, me, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm finna get so pseudo that I'm going to make that shit a line when I'm finished with it. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Pseudo apparel. Pseudo apparel. I like that shit. 
Like, all the way suit over there. The all things you that's polo. my tagline. But the big P, like the polo. Hey, and giving up too much information. Yeah. Yeah, man. But so I think as you're an artist, right yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited, you know what I'm saying, to be back into my creative mode. Um, you know, I still do everything else as advertised. Power pieces is you know, coming like none other. Early spring, see more Sogo water still on deck. You can go to Sogo Biz, get your drops. The website, the restructured website for the CMOS is coming in a second. You know, I have to logistically work some things out. I got four or five companies right now. I got an album ready to go. I need, you know, I don't even want to use the word help. You know what I'm saying? We are looking for assistance. We're looking for hiring so we're looking for people that want those slots and you know by saying that i'm hiring i might not necessarily be speaking about a salary up front but you're going to get the experience you know you're going to get an opportunity to partake in something you can't necessarily pay for you know so stop stop looking from the sideline actually you know i'm saying get on the field and, and be willing to play run some plays you know, nobody on the sideline, they get to celebrate the glory with the players that actually win, you know, but they, they don't really get to feel like what it feels like to participate, to be part of that one. You know what I mean? The water boy is happy for no fucking reason. So I, I would admonish you to yeah, you feel like, you know what I'm saying, start aiming for that MVP slot, see what that feel like. Can nobody take that from me. You could tell your kids about that. You know what I need for the family that's out there? Engineering, engineers, brothers who, or sisters for that matter, who have mastered the art of mastering, you know, um, the music. I need some scientists out there, people who can infuse, you know, some kind of healing. Uh, frequencies and other other frequencies as well into the music, into the mastered finished product that me and his brother have been um, arduously putting together for about four years now, five years. Um, I uh, I mean, shoot, for ten years we got some stuff in the cut. Damn near yeah, a decade is still sitting there, still you fresh know. to death. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it comes a time where you got to tap into your network. You know, you 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 uh your network is your net worth. So sometimes, you know, when you do a lot for people and you do a lot for the community selflessly, you know, it doesn't hurt to just turn around and tap the community or the network and say, look, I want somebody out there who's a beast when it comes to this music, because we want to pre- we want to present a product to the world and to the globe that stands the test of time. We're going up against the engineers that are mixing future shit down and Young Thug and all of them, and, you know, we are aiming for the hearts and the minds of your children and your your family members and your loved ones and other people that are put under a spell. Them niggas is under spell. I mean, spells on spells on spells, racks on racks on racks. You know, a a real Luciferian conspiracy, you know? They are slowly being desensitized and dehumanized, and um, they are 
subconsciously agreeing to be a part of a deaf a deaf culture, uh, a culture that is you know a parasite slash host culture, you know, um, a generation that is exhibiting signs of mental illness on levels that I've never seen before. It's in the music now. So we want to mention, you know what I mean? We also want to reach out to the videographers. I only had one person reach out to me after we dropped that Scorpio King single that even, you know, well, two people, Turtle Gang and my brother Jamal, and they were even offering their services, or they were just was like, yo, let's make a movie. Let's, uh, you know what I mean? Like only two people had that vision. You know, I didn't even have brothers who do videos who wanted to get paid, reach out and say, yo, how much you, how, you know, this is how much I'm charging, da, 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 da. And I'm not charging anybody. I'm not going, I'm saying that as a community and as a network and the way that a conscious community was built to, to supposedly work, it was called, we all supposed to work together in order to create monument. Remember, we're studying the ancestors who came together as a collective. Nobody in Kemet did anything by themselves. Nobody in huh. Kemet, nobody in the Moorish paradigm. They, nobody, they built no. those 300-foot monolithics by themselves, man. There's just one person, right? The Nessu mm-hmm. Bitty who, who could curl 5,000-ton blocks. It was that guy. Nobody. He he built that monolithic structure all by him, goddamn self. Yeah, all of these great civilizations are predicated on collective work. What is missing inside of consciousness? I wrote a long note on my Facebook day today. Basically, you know, uh, my two-week notice, you know, I had a long conversation, you know, with my lady, and we were talking about, the enlightenment versus the pursuit of consciousness. And I remember what you said in the video that we did with Rich, and it it hit me to my core, you know? And I realized that we belong to a community that's not acting like a community. I don't know if it ever was acting like a community, but it's not acting like it's not functioning as one. And the path for consciousness versus the path for enlightenment is where we, this is where we're going wrong because a conscious community, I understand the group thinking that. I understand the, the, the fanfare in that. I understand the worship of men in that, or women for that matter. I understand because you're a community, so you're part of the group think. You're part of the, you know, it's like being down and shit because you probably wasn't down with stuff before. You probably wasn't in groups, or I understand it. But the path of enlightenment is a path that you could only truly go on by yourself. You could go into consciousness with a whole bunch of y'all. Y'all in the, you in a lecture or you in a debate. One part, you know, I saw it before. I was sitting there with some of my, 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 my elders. And when they saw people rooting and throwing a, a black fist up, they were, okay, black holes, black, black holes. And then the next time that the opponent came on and he did their thing and they looked around, they saw people throwing their fist up, they threw it up too. And the way that these people are riding ponies these days and fence riding and, you know, the, the way that grown men are talking, to, you know, I call them necromancers because they romance in the grave. They all on, they all on top of dead people. 
you know, she's worshiping them. And I'm like, this shit is some sick shit sometimes when you really look at the core of it all. But they, they, they will not they will not give props or they won't they won't hold up the book of life. They won't tell you who's alive and doing it. They they don't they don't want to talk about that person, those people. They are actually creating hatred or they are actually jealous, you know, in their speech towards people that are doing real things in real time. But they're in love with people who are not here anymore. So I'm like, damn. This consciousness is getting tricky, you know what I mean? And you got to remember, it's juxtaposed with social media, which is a very interesting new. This is a new thing. You can't give me you can't you can't give me old books to explain. You can't give me an old teacher from the eighties or the nineties or even the two thousand. You understand? Mm-hmm. They could give you a complete thorough breakdown. In, a, in an intellectual way about what social media is, what it entails, the narcissistic effects of it, the mental... Right, what it creates. What it creates. How does it change oneself and what is the dangers of narcissism? Like, what's the pathologies of being a narcissist? Hold on. Francis Press Wilson spoke about it. Let me give it to you real quick because she identified the Europeans and my brother... Uh, is on the line, Ali York. We'll be we're gonna open up the line in one minute, brother. Just give us one second. Okay. Let us cook. She identified the European specifically, right? As a narcissist. Right. Due to the psychosis that he uh naturally inhabits, he fits that uh, definition, easy, you know, in a way that you can never. So let me go into it real quick. Let me see. All right, it's talking about mental health. Huh? No, 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 I was just talking out loud. So the path of enlightenment is a path where you are compelled to take a journey and you're responsible for your journey of man know thyself. Okay? Because man know thyself, when you go to the etymology of it, it means man know yourself. Right? (laughs) And it doesn't say men know thyself. It doesn't say my man knows himself. It doesn't say anything about that. My man knew himself. (laughs) <laughs> My man's in them thyself. It says man, that man know knows some shit. No. Man knows thyself. Fact. An so, affirmation of the now. Yeah. An affirmation of the now. And how could you know yourself if you study in one of these teachers out here? How could you know yourself if you weren't about what another man is wearing? What part of knowing yourself is inside of that. You know, I guess, no, I guess you know what you're not going to wear, but you wasn't wearing that in the first place. So, you know, why do you need to see what somebody else in the community is wearing to know that you would never wear that? Why don't you just stop? Why don't you never just wear that? Don't worry about what he's wearing or she's wearing. All all those people coming into the knowledge of knowing what uh, bitch-assness, you know, uh, What's the criteria for that? Would they ever be honest enough with themselves to be like, you know what? She's a bitch-ass nigga. 
<laughs> but that's knowing thyself. That, when you know that, thyself, that you're that like, no, bitch-ass nigga. Damn. I read this book, and it explained to me why I am that. Right? Like, there's there's enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could start at Naeem Akbar, pause. And the way that he was getting into the mind, then you could get into Amos. Then you could get into other people who deal with the psychosis. You could start picking up the Dr. Francis Cress Wilson, and you'll understand that maybe at the base or the foundation of your makeup, you're, you're standing on a foundation that's Eurocentric and Western in its, in, in its inception. And you're not, and you're not, you're, that's not who you are. You might not even be super duper African because, you know, to be honest with you, I haven't really, you know what I mean? Like I'm still looking for the teacher to come through and just solidify that it's not a global thing. You know, some of the master teachers like Dr. York, he he gave me a 720 view. He gave us a global view of who we are. You know what I mean? Valentine, Blair, Bobby, they didn't stay in one place. They told you globally, galactically, who you are, who you're not. That's what they did. They did that. You know, so this westernized mentality this westernized, this new, you know, this Europeanized uh, mentality, uh, you know, um, some of the mentality the brothers and sisters gained from having uh, colleges educate them, you know what I mean, Uh, professors in colleges who are basically, my father is an English professor since before he was born in 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 the CUNY system family. So I'm qualified to talk about that. Because my own father, my blood father, my biological Wayne Morland, he is a college professor. So I understand how European, westernized, uh, how it's intricately woven into that system. And in going into those learning institutions, one would be compelled to identify with the mentality and and more than just the mentality, but the... uh, covenant of Greco-Romans, descendants of of the Ptolemaic period, and modern-day westernized, Christianized, Roman Catholic uh, Catholicism adherents, you know, and Europeans. Because that's what you're getting. You get it on a smaller level in elementary school. You get it on a more turned-up level as you rise up in grades. And then when you go in for your eight years, some of us are staying in college for damn near 12 years, you know, you are leaving those institutions with a level of brainwashing, subliminal programming. Fully dressed in Europeanism. Fully dressed. Yeah. You're getting baptized and dunked in the Thames River. In the Thames River? In the Thames River, yeah. On the English Channel. I like that. I mean, that's just an observation. It may not even, you know, I'm willing to talk about it with anybody. But, um, you know, I'm really interested in this whole thing about enlightenment. I'm really beginning to focus on enlightenment. You know what I mean? I'm not giving up on the fact that 
our community is even a community, and that we have a lot of potential, but potential doesn't move movements. Potential, you know, shit. The Lamborghini, the Lambo has the potential to do 220. But some people right. are just doing, like there's somebody in Toronto right now at the All-Star game doing three miles an hour. Stunting. So right. the Lambo never reached its full potential. And this movement or this community has not reached its full potential yeah. since I've potential been in it. Potential is just, yeah, it's just available energy. It's not it's used available energy. energy. It's available like, we'll energy. You know how much potential yeah. well, <laughs> I was, I was, has I Facts. Explain that about the atom and the cell and how that and how much potential it has within it. I mean, KT has come on the program numerous times and explained that you can amplify, you know, your output. It's just exponential. If you can't even put a number on it, you know what I'm saying? But you could be on your mutant shit, man. If she was really about tapping into your full potential. You know, you can be on some Lucy shit if you wanted to use the full potentiality of your brain, but you're using 3% of it. Facts. Well, you know, and, and these disciplines and these systems are about being able to push you to use that much more of these percentages. You know, we're showing you the incentive that comes with actually just digging a little bit deeper, you know what I'm saying, and having that level of discipline where you're willing to sacrifice to get to that place because it's going to take some sacrifice. So let me break down to, to the narcissism, and then we're going to open up Simon's line. Yeah, let's do Hold that. on before I, let, let me do that. Let me just open up the brother's line. Are you there, brother Simon? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Peace, yes, sir. How you doing? Peace, my brother. I'm Tab Shalom. Assalamu alaikum. What's happening, brother? Peace, oh, peace. Well, Goody, how you? You know, working hard, man. Working hard and smart at the same time. That's how we do it. That's right, because it's brick out there, bro. I know you be oh. in them streets, so. Oh, man. Oh, oh man. Oh, man. Peace, <laughs> now you got it. Yeah, you know. So yeah, we just uh, you know, I know y'all y'all doing something. I don't know when you want to bring them in, but you know, uh, anytime y'all ready, man. I'm here, but uh, just want to remind everybody. Yeah, number one, brother, press number one to let us know that you are in the chat room, so we know to open up your line. I'm gonna get into this definition real quick of narcissism because yeah, we were we were sharing with the family about um, narcissism. And um, its effects, because social media, unbeknownst to the family, but your participate the participation that we have in both Instagram, MySpace, Facebook, even YouTube, is predicated. Yeah. It, it was designed by people who have mastered the um, fields of human psychology, and it it it, it gives rise to the narcissist or the mm-hmm. narcissist within us. So narcissism is a mental disorder. And um, mm. pathological narcissists simply cannot depend upon others, which for me is a crucial characteristic, says New York psychoanalyst Otto F. Kimberg, author of the influential study Borderline Conditions 
and pathological narcissism. Much as they crave admiration, narcissists systematically exploit and devalue others. Frequently charming and charismatic, they tend to enjoy only fleeting emotional contacts rather than genuine long-term intimacy. Like, 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 like. Narcissists are often highly successful in business, bureaucracies, or other impersonal organizations. Hmm. Typically, such situations reward those who can manipulate others while discouraging personal attachments and providing enough emotional feedback to satisfy self-esteem. Shots fired. <laughs> Turn on the lights. Yeah, Yo, you know I like maybe having them slow montage videos and shit. <laughs> One more paragraph before I'm out of here. And this family is in the ISIS papers by Dr. Francis Crest Wilson under the cha- uh, chapter of alienation, anxiety, and narcissism. Yes, it is. I read that. <laughs> um, they labeled the 70s the me decade. Scholars were exploring mm. narcissism as a new, perhaps even dominant, psychological pattern of both individual and social behavior. According to his theory, the new narcissist suffers and emotionally dies because, like his mythological prototype, he could not return anyone's affection. His fatal flaw, however, is not really self-love, but a grandiose expectation of himself that cannot be sustained and makes him vulnerable to chronic bouts of boredom and inner emptiness. In the eyes of the new narcissist, the outside world is essentially a mirror that reflects his own alternating feelings of personal omnipotence and disintegration. So... What these psycho, what these people did in, while studying these works that were were, were being comp- compiled in the seventies, and through Sigmund Freud and all and Edward Bernay and all of these things, they built a whole they built a whole um, they built a behemoth, they built a society, right, predicated on narcissism. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's eroding us at the core. Based on niggas want to get likes or views on YouTube, so we gotta we gotta explore that a little bit more. I don't want to go too further into it, um, but I want to give the floor to our guest for tonight. And he's been he's in the building. The family's definitely showed up to hear the information that we're gonna share tonight. So real quick, KTL Radio presents Ali York, the Luciferian Conspiracy. Join us for another explosive episode of KTL Radio. We are welcoming Ali York, Dr. Malachi Z. York's son, on the eve of his lecture entitled The Luciferian Conspiracy. We will discuss in detail the Luciferian Conspiracy, the culprits, as well as the solutions for those who are ready for change. Log on or call in 347-637-2135. And without any further ado, call it from the 832-276. Peace and welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Peace, honey. How's everybody doing? Peace. All is well, good brother. How are you? I'm doing my best, man. Just, just, just staying productive and doing what I got to do. That's all. 
Absolutely. Indeed. It's an honor yeah. to have you here. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Can I say something real quick, brothers? Please do. Of course. Man, uh, Ali, you know, I, 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 you know, I grew up, of course, with your father, you know, being learned on your father. And, you know, I, I, me and your mother had a conversation on the text recently. And okay. both of us looked at each other's pictures and said we knew each other. And they come to find out she used to sing backups. She was a backup singer for Doc. Right. And I was a reggae singer for Doc. So we, we, we probably seen each other in those midst of that, that time. So, I, you know, so it was so it was so honored that we was able to touch base and remind each other of where we were from and all that kind of stuff. And Doc, Doc was uh, definitely very inspirational and helped me save my life. And he was the first to record me as a reggae artist. And when I left the community in 88, I think by that time he was probably about seven, eight years old, I I became number three on the reggae chart. So, you know, he seen something in me. And, like, he always used to tell me back in the day, he said, anytime I get upset, I should always sing. Anytime I feel down, I should always sing. And sure enough, every time I did feel down, when I wanted to take my own life and all that kind of stuff, I always remembered what he said. He said, sing, and I would sing certain reggae songs like Lord Give Me Strength by Luciano or Bob Marley songs or stuff that he wrote. It's only a dream. You know, those type of songs also kept me going. So I'm honored to be working with one of the young children. Not like I've never worked with one of y'all before. I've worked with Othello before, and I've worked with Omkhay and all that. I've worked with Jacob before. So, But uh, yeah. as, far as, as far as lectures is concerned, and I used to work with um, your, 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 your brother, well, your eldest brother who passed on, Twin to Fatima, uh, Yadalai, he was one of my best friends back okay. in the community back in those days. He was such a best friend. Let me tell you, he gave me <laughs> his shoes off of his feet, and the shoe belonged to your father, which was leopard skin. <laughs> it wow. was so funny. And your father said, man, I gave it to you. Go back and get those shoes. <laughs> wow. We were young, so we was, all, we was always together. We was all, we all, they say we always look alike, so, you know, we always was fun. So I, I even have him on my altar, the farmer's respect. Yadalah, he was a very great brother. I, I don't think you, you ever got to meet him when you were young? Uh, I never got a chance to meet him. Yeah, Yadalai, yeah, Yadalai was a beautiful brother, man, beautiful spirit, beautiful energy, man, and I still have tapes with him. I might have to make you a copy if you don't have me. I still have tapes with him doing kuppah at the Ansaro Law community when we were younger. So, you know, brother, it's an honor to have you here on KTL Radio. It's an honor to be working with you this coming Sunday, brother. Please continue to do your thing, brother. Oh, no problem. No problem at all. So I'm ready for whatever questions y'all have about the uh, lecture. Well, first and foremost, we want to know what compelled you to deliver a lecture entitled The Luciferian Conspiracy. Yes. Because often when I hear the word conspiracy, I'm, you know, because we have been um, manufactured to look at conspiracy as something that's not proven like a theory. So I've studied the uh, the whole Luciferian thing throughout the years, but what compels you to build on it in these days and times when our people, you know, just, just knowing the climate of the environment, what, what compelled you to do that? Well, first thing was the book, Luciferian Conspiracy, is out of print. I think me and King Simon had talked before, and I was like, well, I don't know if it's going to come out or not. And he's like, you know, you should just 
do what you can to try to bring it back out. So I said, well, look, prior to that, I think it's just best that we just have a lecture about what that really means. Because the word conspire, you know, or conspiracy literally is, is the same thing as saying you're conspiring to do something. So usually, like you said, if someone says that's a conspiracy, well, that's something that can't be proven. It's just a theory. No, that's not what the word conspiracy actually means. It just means to conspire to do something. It just literally means that, first off, the Luciferians are a group. It's a family. It's a circle or a family of families that came together that are what we would call the Zionists, you know, from the Rockefellers, Rothschilds, Weisfalds, and Levatsky. And they would be called the Luciferians because of what they consider themselves to be gods. They consider consider themselves to be gods because of what they believed in in terms of how they interpreted the King James Version of the Bible. So they would use what Lucifer was, according to the Bible, a bright morning star in the Bible, meaning Lily just meant torch bearer or light bearer. And that would be the forerunner to being called the Illuminati or the Illuminated Ones. So when it says that Luciferian conspiracy, it talked about a group or a family that has extended its time all the way up from from May 1st, 1776, which was the beginning of the Illuminati all the way up until now. So it was his families that continued a legacy of the first step, which would be Rothschild family, which was the need to control all the world's money through the banks. And then you had the Weissop and you had Blavatsky, which came in as well with the the idea of a devil worship or a Luciferian worship. And then you had, of course, a Rockefeller who also brought in the money aspect, but his money, which was John D. Rockefeller Sr., came out of colonialism in Africa. That's how he was able to get the oil into American society through colonialism. And that was able to be covered up, of course, through the white, you know, through him being a white philanthropist. But to conspire to do something is really a a plan for world domination. So it's not a conspiracy, it's a reality because this is common knowledge. But the reality also, brother, is that this information is not being talked about very much, and I noticed that. Like, I, I watch people, I listen to people all the time, and I noticed that the main thing is not being talked about is what's going on today in terms of how far the Luciferian conspiracy or the, or to con, or what they did to conspire on the world's population has not really been has not really been built on as much in terms of lecture form as well as you know we you might have a professor Griff here and there who, who's going to talk about it well you know with Steve Coakley the ancestor who talked about it my father wrote books about it but in terms of a specific person just diving into that as much. Very few people are talking about it. They pretty much are going around in the same circle. So I realized that it was time to dive into a subject that either people are not either familiar about or they're fearful about getting into something that is may bring attention to them on, on a negative level. And you have to have no fear to even talk about this information because it's touching on and is naming names as opposed to someone just saying Jews or just Zionists. 
once you name names, then you're going further and further into exactly who it is because just being um, general is not really got is not actually getting into who's doing what because people can be general all day, but until you actually uh, name the names, then you're not getting anywhere at all. And it's it, it, it's time to start naming the names because the people are are still some still very much sleep because they're still looking at what a Jay-Z is doing or what a Beyonce is doing, and they're not looking at who's the puppet masters behind certain things that, that are taking place that we're not actually diving into. So that was the main reason why I decided to, because it's very much a subject that very few people are, are building on, and I feel like it's time to start really diving further and further into how far we've, how far they've come in terms of what they're trying to do towards the world's population. Indeed, indeed. That is yeah. that is definitely commendable. That's honorable. Um, I'm ex- I'm 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 interested. I'm excited. I mm-hmm. want to hear more about the information that's being shared. Because, like you said, there's a whole new class of freshmen, sophomores, and juniors. You know, right. in 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 session. This is it's almost like you know you go through the summer, but then. This thing, people are waking up at such a fast pace, you got to go right back into a whole new semester because there's a batch of about 100,000 new adherents to the information. So what you may have covered 10 years ago, you find yourself revisiting it because, you know, you're like, all right, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it, uh, I got to give it up to the new class. But then you'll have people who were listening to you 10 years ago and they're not realizing that you're teaching not them, it just not just them anymore. You're teaching people on multiple levels, on all different levels of thought and all different levels of understanding and all different levels of knowledge and consciousness. So it's almost like you got to, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it right. could become a paradox. So then right. people are like, man, that nigga's falling off. He's teaching the same shit from 10 years ago. And you're like, no, retard. I'm teaching a whole nother class. And I got, I got more information you know what I mean? More right. proof. I'm going harder. You know, uh, the production should look better. So mm-hmm. it's like, I get it. I definitely get it. I applaud you for that. When you mentioned Steve Coakley's name, you hit it right on the head because mm-hmm. one, I, 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 I'm thank you for resurrecting the, the, the master teacher's name and bringing yeah. him back into the conversation. You feel yeah. me? Because when we mentioned the Holy uh, Trinity of, um, the modern-day metaphysical underground teachers who help resurrect what we know now as a conscious community and then start out with that name, it was something uh-huh. else. Mm-hmm. I failed to mention that elder's name, the, the ancestor's name, Steve Coakley, right. as the light, as a light. His approach to decoding conspiracy that had people spinning back in the days is not really... It's not it's not it's not known by this new class of freshmen and that's another thing. With this new with these new adherents or these new people, these new classes that are coming in, these new waves of classes that are coming in, there has to be we have to be able to set up an orientation course because they have to get the foundation. They have to get the original foundation. They have to know the they have to know their history. If they're studying any kind of other history 
how you don't know how how don't you know the history of the community that you're a part of or the network that you're a part of or the movement that you're a part of because people try to play and like I said we talked about those narcissists earlier you know mm-hmm. people like to play or they they like to jump around and they don't want to get tagged and labeled people who are uh, coincidentally, they're labeled right now. They, they've got a whole bunch of labels on them, but they try to dodge the label. Oh, I'm not conscious. I'm this. I'm melanated. I'm melanated. You know, I'm not this. I'm not. You know, they jump around, but family, I'm trying to cover. You know what I'm talking about. Stop playing. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it is, it is important to give them foundation because if they don't have foundation, then what are they standing on? A YouTube logo? Who is their master yeah. teacher? Google? Like, who do they respect? Wikipedia? <laughs> I don't want to be in a room with those people. I really don't. Like, I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm calling up Uber. Got my, you know what I mean? I got a castle from Airbnb. I'm about to go because I don't even want to be around stuff like that. People don't <laughs> even respect foundation. Mm. Some of the things that I heard people utter about your father's contribution and what he did for our people. Do you do you know when mm. I was about 11 or 12 years old, mm. the first time I heard from somebody that I respected, now it's a difference. People could say, yo, you God. You're the black man is God. But if you don't respect them, if you don't look up to them before they told you that, if you weren't looking up to them and you respected them before they told you that you was God, it doesn't resonate the same way. This brother in our neighborhood was what is known as a street legend. And he stopped me and my brother. He pulled out a pamphlet from his back pocket. His brother's name was Rocket, right? And, um, he was he was he was well known in the neighborhood. He was one of the gods. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He was considered the god. So just imagine the impression that an eight year old has, you know, mm-hmm. and you're looking at a group, a, a selected group of brothers who are black just like everybody else in the neighborhood, you know, but they're called the gods. Right. And everybody fears them and respects them and they make things happen. Yeah, they go out yeah. and get things done. You know what I'm saying? There's nobody that's working harder than them in our neighborhood. And he was like, your God, and he handed me your father's book, a pamphlet. Mm-hmm. I, may have, I may have been seeing Ansar's before that. I may have been seeing those books before that, but that was the, that was the moment that everything began to open up for me. Wow. Then the influence that he had. There's no, there's no, you know, the influence that he had in hip hop. The influence people don't understand. The '80s era of golden era hip hop had a soundtrack to it, but they had teachers that all they have a foundation. They all stood on a solid foundation, not of Black Lives Matter. No offense to them, uh, you know, not on W. E. D. Du Bois, not on Martin Luther King's shoulders. No offense to these people that I'm naming as well. I'm just. I have to differentiate. I have to. I have to qualify the people's whose shoulders they were standing on because the youth and these the, the new generations they may be confused because they parade these people around like those were the people the, the they, those were our heroes. You know, before the media told us that those were our heroes. No, right. based mm-hmm. the golden era of hip hop, every single artist rocked him a lot. 
Okay. Straight. These were the kings of hip hop back then. Rakim Allah, Big Daddy Kane, uh, Daddy O, Daddy O, Sonic, Ultra Magnetic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The whole Juice Crew. Juice I mean, crew. I could go on for days, but all of them had Louis Farrakhan by way of Elijah Muhammad, right? Mm-hmm. By way of Muhammad yep. Ali, by way of Malcolm X, El Malik mm-hmm. Shabazz. You had uh, Father Allah from the gods and the earth and everything that they taught. They stood on that. And they stood on Dr. Malachi Z. York, the Nuwabians, Ansar Allah, the pamphlets, everything in here. That was the found. That was called, that's the conscious community family. This is not a new concept. This is nothing new. This is, this is a continuation or resurgence, you know, thanks to your, thanks to a few people, you know, some of two of them are on the phone right now. We aren't, we are not the only ones because, you know, Movements are not started by one person. I would not be so arrogant and big-headed and, 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 and retarded to say something like that. But, God damn it, I was in the room. Damn sure I was in the room putting in that work. You know, twin. You know? They don't, twin, they don't talk about the yeah. R&B singers. The Manhattans used to be there. Cool and the gang used to be with the Ansars. Force MDs, even Earth, Wind, and Fire used to read their pamphlets. My man who just passed on and became an oh. ancestor used to read their pamphlets. I remember some of these Ted Mills from Blue Magic used to. I used to cook at the restaurant on Bushwick for Ted Mills of Blue Magic and Jimmy Cliff. Cool. See, I, these people were there with us, coming from his studio. So I already know what was up. Reggae, R&B, hip hop, uh, all of that was there. I was there. I was making the food for them, brother. I was cooking the food for them while I was a pizza man and working in the restaurant. I was there in the 80s, 85, 86. And you niggas get happy because Dougie Fresh come to your lecture? Go away. Go away, man. Y'all be arrogant. Y'all getting mad for polite for being around celebrities. This is not new. Nothing new, bro. Nothing. This is not new. They think, these new people think that they pack in the, new, the National Black Theater. Can you tell them how many people were coming out to York lectures, to Sadie's yep. lectures in the 80s? I'm talking yep. about thousands. Yep. Are you serious? And then Marcus Garvey did the fucking garden, man. Yep. Why are people so arrogant, like y'all doing something? Why is this new class of people that came in during the Obama era, the, 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 the niggas that got conscious off of the Chappelle show and boondocks and then made way for hidden colors. They got conscious off of hidden colors, nigga. We got conscious off of Machiavelli's album, bro. Just a whole other expression. I got conscious. I heard Farrah, I heard blue, blue could testify. When I heard Farrakhan's a prophet and you, th- I think you should have listened to in the kitchen yeah. in 1983 in Harlem, spending the weekend with my mother in the summer. I, and I heard that public enemy song for the first time. My whole life changed. Yep. yep. 
I was drawing Ankh in the nine, 19, I got a picture from 1990 family, red, black, and green with the fist up and a person with an Ankh. How dare you niggas try to claim consciousness for yourself like Beyonce don't know what a fucking Black Panther is, like Beyonce don't know how to put a fist up, like Beyonce's supposed to get permission from you to get some fucking braids in her hair, like Beyonce don't know what a fez is. She's from New Orleans. What is wrong with y'all, man? That's the arrogance, the narcissistic. I'm not calling it conscious community no more. It's the narcissistic community. <laughs> it's the narcissism community. There's, there's a, there's a site, they need Umar. They need somebody to analyze them. If Umar, Umar says that he's there to clinically help some people, he can't turn his back on the community. His obligation is to come and clinically help the community because there's a lot of people running around and they're in front of millions and thousands of people, and they need help. Yeah. Or evaluation, at least. At least an evaluation from people in the community to deal with mental health. So the Luciferian shit has spilled over, and, yes, we could see the effects on it because look at what we look, – look, 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 yeah, just look how lost the people are. Right. I mean, you right. know, Ali, 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 how how deep does this conspiracy go? How deep is this hole? It's like a rabbit hole, ain't it? Put it to you like this: If you're, as you, the brother just mentioned, hip hop, and and its its inception was out of oppression through the gangs, black space, African Africa Bambada. That's that's what created the Zulu Nation. That was a that's what you got was a reflection of us fighting back against them. Now it's become literally a reflection of the Luciferians. You don't it, it literally anything that is bought and sold and and is bought from a specific group of people becomes a reflection of that group. If you're looking at hip hop now, you're looking at a reflection of the Zionists. If you have certain certain people, certain rappers and they can they can stay black. They can stay melanated all day. That's no problem. But if you put in the futures and you put in the young thugs and you put in all these people who are who are now on a on a different vibratory frequency based upon their music now, you can connect that to what the Zionists use as their holy book, the Talmud, when everything is basically sexualized. So now the frequency is now overly sexualized. If I'm going, if I say, okay, well, look, why is it? Why is it to that to that extent? I said, well, look, if if this children was meant to if, if this music was meant to educate the people and the children, then why is it that it's no longer doing that? Because our, our information and our music has been bought and sold by them, by the families, and so now we're we're becoming a reflection over what over what has been bought from us, and now is being used. We're now puppets. To be able to, to to be able to control the masses of people, for example, it's it the rabbit hole as I said runs deep. You're getting to a point where people know more about uh, and care more about Cam Newton than Rex eighty four. It's like you have to literally subdue people to the point where let me not make them so depressed. If I bring up Rex eighty four and I bring up FEMA camps and who funds the FEMA camps then I have to run the risk of losing the people. I have to play the song and dance where it's like the songs and the dances are over. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's no way to play these games anymore. 
there's, it's it's like when Coakley came in with the information, this is late 80s, early 90s. This, this is pre-social media. This mm-hmm. is pre-DVD. This is VHS. So you had to be in that circle to even find out who who Steve Coakley was. You heard about him, of course. He was he was in the political arena, but if you didn't know about that, it was like looking because I, I literally became a Coakleyite within the last month or so. And the man is amazing. The man is amazing. He lives through what he taught. He lives through the fact that he brought to the world. And the thing is, it's like it's like a virus. People think that, okay, let me get rid of this virus and the effects of it by backing up the files on my computer or going and not knowing that the further you back this up or you try to go past a date, the virus evolves. And so we're not even looking at exactly how far it's evolved now to the point where they can incite a public disturbance, you know, and the next thing you know, you're in a FEMA camp immediately. And they'll call it something else, but if you don't know what the executive orders are, then you're thinking you're just in a situation where, oh, man, you know, I did something wrong, so it's like I'm I'm in this place, as opposed to, no, this is real. And that was the main thing is that, okay, who's, who's, who's going to talk about this? Because if we're not paying attention to what's going on and we're not consolidating as a people because – the, the the main solution to not get the people depressed is that you have to consolidate. You have to unify because mm-hmm. they could take, for example, we'll look at low-level whites like the Klans, the neo-Nazis, for example. Well, they're they're not really a threat because they're not the you know they're not the Jews. They're not the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and whatnot. But Rex eighty four uses them. They use them as soldiers, foot soldiers specifically, to round up blacks and Latinos in these camps. It's at, it's, it's at that point. And you could see, because the perfect example of Rex 84 was Ferguson. You know, they they made sure, as, as we know, that the highways and freeways were specifically around that area because that, that area is, is historically a black area. So when, when it was time to bring in the tanks, you know, it, and notice they blacked out the media at that time. So when Rex 84 was was put into place, all they had to do was cut off the cameras. And it was some and that's the that's the, the funny thing about cameras on your phones is that a lot of people did not know that they were you know, it was people that was taking pictures of the tanks coming down from the highway onto the people because the purpose of it was to cut off any form of media, but as you know, the blacks made their own media during that time. And then you had, of course, in 1992 with the Rodney King riots, they brought in the tanks at that time. The last time that we do remember was in, in Baltimore. They brought in the tanks again at that time. This is We're not dealing with cops anymore. This this corporation that we call United States it it, it it's, it's run as a business. It's running as a business. We we're, we're we're at the point where we're literally debating whether we're going to vote for Bernie Sanders or Hillary Clinton. We're literally at that point, not knowing Bernie Sanders is a Zionist and Hillary Clinton, <laughs> who literally is trying to, as for years, has been trying to find more ways to exterminate black people. So you're trying to pick which devil to decide to, 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 to vote for? 
that's the point. That's how it's really evolved into the fact that um, not only my father, but Steve Coakley brought in the trilateral commission. And just to, just to, just to name that name, trilateral commissions are, are the ones who, who, who decide and dictate who's getting in office and what they do. Your, your vote reality means nothing. We have to get to a point. Don't say a person is conscious and you're still trying to cast your ballot. Your ballot. Ballot to what? What you balloting for? I thought she was about doing for self and you balloting. So you're, you're doing for self at the same time you want the devil to do something for you? So this is, this is, this is serious. Our music is not even owned by us anymore. They, we've, we've, we've been bought out. So what we have to do is that we have to go back into what the frequency started from. If we're not going back to what that frequency started from, then guess what? We're already going to even we're going to be controlled not by what the imagery is, but the frequency that is now becoming resonating on. Because of course, these Zionists, these Luciferians, they don't resonate on the world's frequency, on the Earth's frequency. So they have to they have to create a different frequency that these masters can move on. And if you're not becoming independent in your music, if you're not if you're not the one that is that is in control of it, then guess what? They're in control of regardless of what words you're using, the frequency is controlling the people to do whatever they want it to do at this point. It's not about words, now it's about completely sound. That's <laughs> if we don't know then we got to start finding out, and we have to not be scared of what's going on right now. A lot of it is is a, it is a work through fear, because again, in their mind, they're gods, because they feel, well, shoot, for five hundred years, we've been conquering African people, even conquering indigenous people. So at this point, we've been we're, we're above them, and they're beneath us, because. We can control exactly what they like. We can control exactly what they listen to. We can control exactly what they look at and who who their leaders will be. Leaders are now engineered. You know, it's and one one good sign was from Ferguson in Baltimore is that they rejected the Boulets, the Sharptons, and the and the Jesse uh, Jacksons. They pushed them off. Well, for years they've been controlling. Um, everything that we've been doing. They've been the one that, that has been subduing us into doing what they want us to do, just go back home and, and, and be submissive. So we have to be able to start paying attention and, and notice that it's about once you know exactly what's going on, you have to be able to, to combat it, but you cannot be scared of what's going on. It's time to start realizing that there is a situation going on. There is a diabolical plan to eliminate the the indigenous people of the planet. That's where it is, and that's how deep it's getting, brother. Now, what would your response be to someone that says, oh, man, you're just fear-mongering, you know, mm. there's no conspiracy. You're mm. just looking too deep into this. You're making this up, brother. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, <laughs> I would say, okay, wait, where would you like me to show you? I can give you as many books as you like. I can also give you as many websites as you like. Not even conspiracy theory websites. I can I can cross reference, um, regardless of where you want me to go. One of the main things I would like for people to know is that one thing Steve Coakley did do is that he showed his references. If a person is a skeptic, I will sit them down and we will watch 
this together to show where he got his paperwork from and where the news where the newspaper clippings was coming from because remember a lot of those recordings that he had the VHS tapes and everything his lectures he was showing newspaper clippings and magazine clippings and he was connecting the dots so a lot of his information knowing that he was in the political scene and he was in the political office he was working in politics he showed exactly where he got this information from he was showing that you know he had to gangs a lot of his information this was he showed his actual proof it was it's it's different lectures to show where he um into boule chapter meetings and confirmed certain things inside of their meetings so if people would like to go online i i will show them all the proof and sources that they need it's, it's no problem with me at all just ask yourself again if a person is is unbel- is is unbeknowing or they are a skeptic which is usually through fear that's the usual response to fear is i don't believe it so I'm just going to, you know, uh, ridicule what you're saying. If that's how they feel, then this, let's just deal with music again. Explain to me how we go from Kara's one to Young Thug. How did that happen? Explain to me how we go from education, which is one of the foundations or now one of the foundations of hip-hop, to a point where we become over-sexualized as a group of people in our own culture. Explain to me how... You're having a group that everyone knows is the Bilderberg Society. Everyone knows who, who the Bilderberg Society is. And also explain to me how we're dying off left and right, left and right, and that's not genocidal. Explain to me how that's not genocidal, how we lost over almost 1,100 people in one year. Melanated people, over 1,100 people died last year. And if you connect the dots to the genocide that was ordered from the executive branch of FEMA, and you're telling me, oh, I just made that up, you know, okay, well, good, that's fine. I tell you what, I can show you, <laughs> give you, what you do is you give many people, so you give people as much source that as you possibly can, because at the end of the day, it's all about what you can prove. And that's fine. It's it's but the problem is is that as long as a person is skeptic, that is just a sign again of fear, and they are they are now wasting the time of being prepared for what's going on. So at this point, we're getting to a point where it's no longer about convincing anyone of anything, because it's not about belief; it's about knowing, and this stuff is is out there. You know, one thing about our people is. We don't we don't believe it unless the white man says it, you know. So I tell you what, depending on the type of person, a lot of times even brothers in the conscious community, well, well, let me use let me see your sources because then you want to verify if a white man said it or not. I tell you what, let's go online. I'll, I'll look a man look up a man named John Todd Collins, a man that talked about the fact that they used to do satanic rituals over the masters of the music, and he ended up. And he was part of the Illuminati and left. And he ended up um, being put in a crazy house and converting to Christianity and and ended up being killed. That was his life. He's a white man. And that was what he had to bring to the world was the fact that, no, these are are families. But their whole point was the control of masses of people. 
So whatever source they want to use, I can take them there. It's up to them. Is it possible for uh, unorganized people to ever come against uh, people that are organized, even if there's a small, minute amount of those people? If we're talking about these families, you know, and these families are bonded with a plan, agenda, you know, a 500-year outlook as to where they want to take this thing to preserve it, can anything that's not organized on that level ever rival that? No. The first thing we have to do is unify, and we have to get up as much people with the same mindset, like Aya likes, and we have to. If we are literally at, at, at a 22 million black people within the United States and in parts of Puerto Rico and across the islands and et cetera, we have to start finding Aya likes at this point. Because then after a while, what we begin to do is start wasting time because we send up, we just end up doing missionary missions trying to convert people. And you can't – one of the main things that we we fall victim to is religion. We got so many different ideologies bumping into each other that we can never really unify because an argument is going to come out because through knowledge a lot of times comes to ego. So you can't really unify. The difference between us and them is that they've, been, they've, been, they've evolved so much as a group from the caves all the way to become this far advanced that they know that, okay, well, look, we don't all agree on the same thing. We don't all have the same ideology, but when we need to come together and eliminate uh, the indigenous people of the planet, the Africans, we just come together to do it. Whereas with us, we're trying to prove this is right, this is wrong, I believe in this, we were here first, we said this, and this is a language, and this is my math teacher, I'm that math teacher. As long as we're making these mistakes, as long as we're doing all of those things, then we will continue to be eliminated on, on a genocidal level. So a group of people that is not having the same idea and is not looking at the same problem will never be able to get out of the situation. So we can put ourselves in any situation, we can... We, <laughs> It's always going to be – the thing is, as long as certain people are around that don't want to come together, we'll never come together. We have to be able to get to a point where we say, look, I agree on this. I don't. We don't agree on this. But, look, we do realize that we have an enemy, an enemy that is trying to get rid of us. And one of the first things that we have to do, and I'm going back to referencing Steve Coakley, is there is a group out there that is still among us that – we want that, that we call the boule or the, or the black bourgeoisie that we have to expose to our people that is still controlling them. The ideology of waiting on something to get you, waiting on the government to take care of it, go out and vote, is a slave's ideology that we've been conditioned to accept since the early 1900s. And we have to get to a point where we realize that certain people, such as the Du Bois, the boys of the world, and that we've high, that we hold up in high esteem, was really black devils because they were able to. He was able to set up Marcus Garvey and eliminate him, one of the great leads that we ever had to get rid of. So we have to get to a point where we're able to see the same agenda, even if it's just twenty thousand of us. We got millions of us. We we dominate the whole planet, but we're all in so many different directions. So it needs to be a coalition of people that's able to network and know that, look, 
it's time to start planning to be able to preserve our race as a people. And that's the, that's the main thing. We can't. We can't win if we're going in eight different directions. You got a master teacher, Dr. Valentine or Bobby Hemmett or Dr. Welsing. I'm like, good. Mine is Dr. York. Guess what? We both got the same problem. Whatever problem you got uh, with him or I got with, with yours, I could care less because we're going to be sitting around here playing games, going back and forth. That's going to perpetuate them looking at us like they can never come together. So as long as we're on the same page, then we can do this. We just got to be able to put whatever differences to the side, and we have to create a conglomerate of our people that's ready to get to work to be able to preserve our race on all fronts and be able to see the enemy for who he and she is. I mean, I totally agree. I just want you to... Because it, 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 it seems to me as if, you know, you're very mindful about how things have changed in regards to patternized thoughts and groupthink and all of these things. Now, I remember the majority of the things that we're talking about, I was initially introduced to these concepts, I would say, about in the early 1900s. I mean, the 1990s. <laughs> you know, they had the Illuminati 666 books out. And um, your father had the information out about the Leviathan. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And a lot of this information was sticking back then, even though we didn't have internet. There were too many ways that we could go about uh, verifying what it is that we were hearing other than the mm-hmm. primary sources that they provided, you know. And then in the age of media, you know, after the whole of Pell Horse and you get Alex Jones and things of that nature. Right. And, you know, it started to become a little bit more scripted. And then there was an explosion once the internet hit, uh, conspiracy theory by way of, you know, Illuminati and hip hop, you know, right. where now we go a hundred patients backwards where if someone is showing a pyramid and the all seeing eyes, that's Luciferian, that's the Illuminati. Right. But we were dealing with high level metaphysical information four or five years prior to that. So right. they introduced these mundane concepts to the masses and they created confusion by way of all of this conversation. It pretty much was mitigated on anything concrete. So they used the tactic to sway the community and to create all of these hybrid uh, think tanks of actually, you know, niggas think they deep, you know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, you don't know what the the eye on the pyramid means, no. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And, and, right. and that's kind of like where information and consciousness has evolved to. So now we're in a community where if it's not printed in a book, like you said, it was written by a European and verified by a peer review of other Europeans, it can't even be introduced into a dialogue, whereas things that your father brought forth, there were primary sources for originally. All of these things might have came afterwards. So him... 
and others such as Steve Coakley, they were leaders of the pack. You know what I'm saying? They were breaking stories and, and, and decoding things that haven't been decoded. I was reading transliterations that your father was putting forth that I hadn't read anywhere else. And that was helping mm-hmm. me put things in perspective of these religious texts and things of that nature. So what could have possibly happened where not only do we see the Luciferian conspiracy or an agenda encroaching so much further, but there's no updated information that even speaks about the things. Like I remember when I was reading uh, books and they was telling us about the Metro passes and shit like that, and they were talking about easy pass. They was exposing all of these things, and people was like, oh, that's just a conspiracy, man. They're not going to do nothing like that. Right. Everything that we've seen in those books, damn near, has came to pass. And they're part of modern-day society technology-wise. Right. You know what I'm saying? But yet, it seems like people stopped writing books or, you know, their hands went cold. You know, that was pretty much the last generation of the Jordan Maxwells and the Jim Mars and, you know, and we mm-hmm. had to go through the Ikes, but if we didn't have Dr. York to explain to us about this reptilian agenda, we would have been lost in those books because those books were trying to take us somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, they were looking at it through a, a, a calcified perspective. Right. And they were speaking about things very literally that might have been a lot more symbolic or figuratively, you know, when you look at it from our perspective. So what 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 could have possibly happened where people are so far off of the mark that these people are almost able now to operate in um in plain view and and <laughs> with no repercussions whatsoever because now it has become part of pop culture. Mm. Fear. I think the main thing is that once we realize that has done what he's done, you know, he, he we realized Coakley was, was uh was killed for the information he put out. We realized my father was incarcerated for the information he put out. The Luciferian conspiracy, the book itself, um, it it hit the names. Again, it, it touched the names. The thing is, name the names. Professor Griff, house was burned down, he named the names. When you start naming the names and you and, and the people are looking at these things happening to those who were naming the names, and these people are getting eliminated or almost getting eliminated, almost getting you know killed. When even with Professor Griff in the, in the late early nineties, when he was quoting the relationship between blacks and Jews, a book that the Nation of Islam put out, they went after him. He ended up getting putting out, he ended up getting put out the group. He was getting sprayed at, getting maced, getting shot at, and people. Just within our circle, those that are lecturers or that are teachers, it's like there's no update of this information. It's just like stopped. So we're like at a point where Rex 84 needs to be talked about, but the people who are quote-unquote lecturers, it's not to knock anybody. When you see something, it's like in slavery. In order to make a slave be, to be obedient, you got to sacrifice another slave in front of them so that they all know how to fall in line. So you can look at a situation and say, wow, I don't want to end up like that. Well, let me play it safe. Let me keep talking about things that are going to just, you know, I'm, I'm just going to go through the motions with this Kemet thing. I'm going to go through the motions with this Hebrew thing. I'm going to talk about this more thing over here, which is nothing wrong with that. But 
there's no longer um, you're not as we want to say now bang on the beast. We're not banging on the beast anymore. We're just banging on each other, which is it looks nice, and it's like we're just a back and forth game. But at the end of the day, we're not going at the enemy because we've already seen the result of going directly at the enemy. So we're saying, well, let me not let me not do that because hey, look, I I, I gotta. I'm trying to stay here. I don't. I don't want to be incarcerated. I don't want to be killed. And so the information, because like, no one I, I got a, oh, I got a mortgage. Yes, I'm trying to see I got, my I got kids graduate. <laughs> <laughs> I got to make this money, and I got to continue doing what I'm doing because if if I'm gone, then hey, so let me let me play it safe. So all this information is public, so I can. It's like example. Because of us going into the information age, we're all on the Internet now. So a lot of this information, of course, because of revision, is, is not going to be in books, but it's going to be online. So a lot of quotations, as you see from lecturers, they're going to be online quotes. So it's, this is not something that is hard at all. You just have to want to do it. And a lot of our people now are seeing what's, what's, what, what has happened in the past, and they're like, you're brave. They look at Griffin like, man, you got you got guts. Because I would never talk about that. But then what are you standing on? Because the people need to know exactly how far we've come. And you can read Luciferian Conspiracy, and then you read 666 Leviathan, and you're like, wow, like he was talking about this 10, 15, 20 years ago. Where are we right now? How far updated are they? And you have to hold the people accountable that's that's talking all this talk and if you're not holding, hold, right, the first thing we need to do in terms of coming together is holding our teachers accountable for what they're saying and not saying. Because if you're not you're not shooting cells, as we said, as Nas said, at Leviathan, what exactly are you talking about? You know, it's 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 not a sense of urgency. We'll talk about it or we'll we'll hint on it, but we're not going to go completely at it because I don't want to keep I don't want to lose my following, and. What is it really about? Your following or the truth? Because it's about the truth, then you will go directly at what's going on. If it's about your following, then you continue saying the same thing over and over, and the people will be still subdued by your own pacification process. Because you end up becoming an enemy yourself if you're not going at directly at what's going on right now. Because that's what needs to be known. So it comes down to a fear. You know, you have to you have to want to talk about this. And if you don't want to, then you go right back to what we've been talking about for the last what the what's what's the feeling in the air is everyone everyone's in the Kemet now as opposed to okay, that's confirmed. Now what are you? Or now what what do we need to know about what's going on right now? What is what what new virus have they put into the air? Have they put are they ready to inject in our babies. Are we not talking about that? Do you not want to talk about that? Or is it is it over? Do you believe it's a conspiracy? People need to be checked on what they're not talking about. So it it all comes down to fear, period. Man. Man. Oh, boy. Sad, sad state of affairs because, you know, I can see that, you know what I mean? There's a there's a complacency, and there is an air of like the dog chasing its own tail, 
mm-hmm. you know, where they're ignoring the writing on the wall. And like you right. said, you know, these people have names. You know, there is indictable offenses going on out here. But yet there's no person where these charges. Everything is so much, you know, we want to persecute and find out who, who did that to touch. We need to bring their family member up on charges. Let's go to the time machine and hand down an indictment, you know. But we're going to build a time machine just for that, yeah. Like, yo, <laughs> yo, the Jews would find somebody as old as 100 years old and put them in jail after the Holocaust. The, Tell they, they, they just did something like that. I, there was somebody 90-plus. I know. Plus. I know. Yo, got life. Yeah. Finish them. You know what I'm saying? So got life. And I think that um <laughs> you know, listening to what Rosenberg, you know, Rabbi Rosenberg has said in that interview. Yeah. You know, these are some of the things that they are hitting on that they're gonna come to this lecture with. You know what I'm saying? Like they like, look, you know, we we got problems we handle ours. Right. We're not looking for a bookie man. You know what I'm saying? We we drag right. motherfuckers out. Right. <laughs> what are y'all oh. doing? Y'all waiting for the same people to give you a handout? If you say, right. you know, with the same hand they punch you in the face with? Right. <laughs> it, it's it's kind of like mind-boggling. Um, right. But like you said, the genocidal aspect of things have gotten a lot worse. A lot of the names that were in these texts at one point, they're out in the front right now, and, you know, they're part of actual designs and programs, like Kissinger's still on the scene, and Zygmunt Zabrinsky's on the scene, and you got the Clintons back on the scene, and Trump's on, all of these names, all of these people from that epoch and that era, you know, who either was directly involved or their family members to some extent, are now all main players. You know, and conspiracy has been commercialized to a degree where they took all of this thing out of it. So it's almost like romanticized. I looked at the X-Files the other day. They had everything in one episode. Everything. I was like, what is this? They took all, they they picked up where Jesse Ventura left off. Mm -hmm. So when you trivialize something like that, you know what I mean? And you make a commercial, you know, is it real anymore? Right. Because you're like, is it, if it was real, how would they have it on TV? Uh-huh. Yeah, right. I mean, you got this. I always give a piece of Rex City 4 because I want people to put that in their head but not get to a point where I say, oh, my God, it's over. I'm, I was just, just end it. Like, no. You got uh, a point where we're dealing with red dot, blue dot, and pink dot. That's already... In 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 the works, it's happening now. Red Dot specifically is black leaders, who are the ones that's, go, that's going at them and naming the names. You either will be eliminated or you'll be put in jail. Um, Blue Dot are the people who are call themselves quote unquote conscious, who are waking up and informing people on a foot soldier level, man to man, each one teach one, and. These FEMA camps is out here are going to ask you. They're going to round you up at some point. They're going to ask you where you get this information from. Who are you reading? What do you what do you what you buy on Amazon today? 
Because you can go on Facebook from buying from Amazon, and then next thing you know, Facebook flashes in front of you the same thing that you just put in your in your um, in your in in your your cart. So they they all connected to each other. So and you have to either give it up or you give up life. And then the pink dots will will be split up into two groups. You dealing with these low level whites, and then you got the Negroes who have not given up the white God, it doesn't matter whether it's Islamic or Christianity, and they'll become a part of the same foot soldier process that will be rounding people up. Like, this is real situations. And if you're not already at that level where you're saying, okay, wow, what, what level are we at at this point? What region? Because it's broken down into regions. You know, you can say, okay, let me go ahead and uh, – leave this country. It's like, no, you can leave the country, but at the end of the day, this is a world-dominated situation that needs to be pinpointed, and you have to be able to come together and settle all your problems, get rid of all those problems, and say, well, listen, this is something that's going to affect everybody that, you know, like you said, you put it in a, in a, in a movie, they put it in, in, the, in the movie um, Red Dawn, uh, Terminal Salvation, camps where they just round up bodies and use them for whatever they want to use them for. They've been in trying to infuse with our melanin for the last 500 years, even since slavery, when they would take slaves and they would infuse with slaves or they would break up body parts of slaves and find ways to infuse or take away part of their melanin and break down their body, find out what a pineal gland, I have no idea. They did not know what a pineal gland was within a, find out, they just found out within the last hundred years or so. So they've been studying us for years. The problem is we want to learn so much and, and, and get our ego stroked that we don't study our enemy. And because we're not studying our enemy, we don't know how they're moving. It's like, it's like they're the ones that's playing the chess and we're stuck in a maze bumping into walls, constantly bumping into walls. And the main wall that we keep bumping into is the belief of what we think is going to come get us one day. And if we learn to break that away and just say, look, take the label off and just say, I'm you and you're me, but we're both facing the same problem, what are we going to do about it? Because they already know that they have to, because of, the year 2043 to the year 2053 when their numbers will be depleted literally by 40%. So they have to find a way to survive on this planet. They're facing, as Dr. Walsing says, genetic survival. And they are trying to fight to, to survive, but at the end of the day, they're facing extinction itself because how can you be of people who deserve to be on the planet when you can't even survive between the earth and the sun. So they got to find ways to, to either marry up with us after marrying up extermination. And that's the process is already happening. We just have to get to a point where all of the foolishness. And as, as a brother said, chasing our tail, we've been chasing our tail for years because People who have, who have steered us in the direction of the beast, of the enemy, are no longer here. So the few that's talking about it is not even being recognized for what they're saying. 
So it's cool. That's why I said Kemet now has become a fad. You know, to be more is now be, to become a fad. Whereas at one point, you literally went from being a more to having your own constitution, to having this, to having that, to having this, to having land. It's now just something that you claim. So it's no longer um, a place and a and, and, and sovereign land that you desire. It's just the name. It's just the headdress, the feds. So, right. It's just the collective yeah. group affiliation. Exactly. Like, oh, I got my feds right. You, you got, y'all got to take pictures? Y'all got my feds on? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Sunglasses. Beard. <laughs> that's uh, it. Check. Yeah. You know, that's, and, I, and that's what made me really, you know, like I said, I've been looking at Coakley for a month now, and he was serious. You know, it was about exposing it. It was about naming the names. It was about leading the people because, again, a le- leadership is based on a collection of aspirations and agenda of the people, not the other way around. You don't be a leader and teach and tell them what their agenda should be. But they have to be able to have the same idea and know who the enemy is before you can really move forward. Other than that, you're just wasting time playing, you know, ego games. And I don't even get involved in that. I'm like, what are you talking about relevant? Okay, I mean, this, this, let's just keep moving. Until you talk about something relevant, then the conversation is going to be short. And that's just real because we got to, the, the time, like I said, the time for games is over. We got to be able to see exactly what we need to move forward. We got to, at least the first thing is take care of our physical health because you got soldiers that they're going to use for us against us that is 10 times stronger than us. These UFC-sized crackers is going to come at brothers in the conscious community who's wearing 300 pounds of, of, of meat fat walking around. And you're more worried about what the Bible says about what meat you can use and what meat you can eat versus this white boy who can punch a hole in your chest with one fist. And they, they're being trained in these camps to handle you. And if that's not being talked about as well then we're still headed down a road of problems. Hey, I feel you, bro. I mean, you know, there's not a lot of real-time, real-life conversation taking place about preparation. And even King Simon, you know, even these things are in your realm of preparing and preparation, you know, ready to yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, how does one deal with, uh, you know, with some advanced aggressive forces? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and majority of the people are soft. Children are soft. And, 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 right. and, the, and the television and everything is making them softer and softer and softer. Yeah. Making them softer. Right. Soft. Right. Right. All that's and all that's in. All that is uh, by by design. The first thing, like Dr. Welsing said, is turn the TV off immediately. Turn the TV off. Put on something that's going to educate you. you if you're going to study, make sure whatever you're studying, if you're going to study Rex 84, if you're going to study the Blue Blood Society, you got to put those notes all around your house. That means that you got to be thinking it and talking it. That means what your subconscious, which is, controlled 90% of the time by the society 
will now be controlled by yourself because what you're going to pick from the mental reservoir is, okay, this is what we need to do so we can prepare. Your mate and you, you we got to get to a point where we both learn about it. Both us, me and my mate are going to learn about it. A woman's going to ask you, well, damn, this Rex 84 stuff sounds serious. We might as well, what, what are we going to do about it? You got to be able to, you got to be able to answer that question as opposed to your, your responses. Well, we, we could, uh, you know, um, go ahead and just move and, and, and no, you, you, they're, they're looking for you. So you have to be able to respond in collective numbers. And if, if that's not your, your immediate response to get collective numbers together and, and the right idea, those who are serious, those who are ready to, to get in uniformity, then what's the point? Because that's like I said, and it's, that's real. It's like when you have real conversation, people tend to shut it down because they just want to play around. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Okay. We could talk about Kemet tomorrow. Matter of fact, I can give you a book on it, but let's have this real conversation. You know, Hey, we, we, we read and, and wrote enough books on that, but this right here, <laughs> ask yourself why you why you can no longer drink the water because you have over 10 to 15 cities that's about to go through the same thing that Flint, Michigan has just went through. My city that I live in, Houston, Texas, is now gone from the top six worst water cities to, number, to literally number three right now. And the average Houstonian has no idea about that. They don't even know what alkaline water is. Imagine talking to somebody who has no idea what alkaline water is, and you have to break that down to them. That's where we're at. It's not yeah, I, 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 I agree. You know what I'm saying? That we get a lot of indicators that people are taking the litmus of society and saying, you know, more people are waking up. Right. But I, in my personal travels, I'm running into, you know, that, that, that 85% number is strong. Very strong. Very strong. Like, and food is more addictive than ever. It's more obvious, uh, you know, that it's posed, you know, it's, it's food posing as drugs or drugs posing as food, should I say. And, you know, the people are addicted. They can't shake it. Um, and then, like you said, <clears throat> when it comes to the intricacies of water, being that that topic is just so far-reaching, it's hard to convince someone just going to the store and buying water. You know, you're sitting down and you're doing the water test with them and you're showing them that some of that water is worse than toilet water. But you know, it's, it's it's that that conversation on a larger scale is so far fetched. Right. You know, when people are still like, Oh, if the water's clear, it's good. You know what I'm saying? They if it don't look like it's look coming out of Flint, there's no way that they would even whereas you could do the water test on some of this water like Dasini and Aquafina, if you do the water test, it look just like that water in Flint when you start breaking down. It look just like it. Right. Right. It should look right. like motor oil. Right. And they're selling that in stores every single day. And I don't, you know, I'm not critical of my brothers 
you know what I'm saying? I have a lot of brothers that are making, you know, they're, they're making moves and they're going to Flint and they're bringing trailer loads of water, but a lot of that water is Dasani. A lot of that water is Aquafina. So mm-hmm. it's perpetuating that cycle. You know what I mean? Right. And that's the Luciferian agenda because the people that control these corporations, they all are the same gang. Exactly. And water is one of their main tools about how they're going to, you know, drive a wedge by way of resources in the next few years. The water's been, been the main issue. But our people are so late to the party. Mm-hmm. So late. You understand? Right. And we find ourselves very uh, delicate place. There's a brother that you should study under your father. His name is King L. Ray out of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. His brother had access to an aquifer. You know, they was rating some of his water as the best water in the world, in the country, for that matter. It was ancient indigenous water. Um. You know, the brother brought it to the platform. He tried to share it with the community, and nobody would donate. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Nobody would hear the brother when he was making his case. And he had all the information pertaining to, you know, what the UN was saying about water. You know what I'm saying? People weren't trying to hear him out. So, you wow. know, he had to make uh, a different type of move. You know right. what I'm saying? And now we have this crisis of people calling me up saying, can you get in contact with the brother? The brother's gone. Right. And these are the things that are continuously happening because of the level of lethargy in the community. Real, you know, the very things that they were offered prior as way of remedy are no longer available. And you know, when things hit the fan because of the disorganization, it's going to be real ugly, bro. Like, mm-hmm. super ugly. Right. Because not only are they in a place where they don't know, I really think that they're just really in a place where they just don't care. And right. that's even more dangerous. Right. That's true. That's true. Even even down to the Before You Act that... Um, <laughs> Social media, I'm constantly sharing, I'm constantly going after. A lot of people don't know what that is, and that was the movement to turn pedophilia into a sexual orientation. And the B4UAC.org is the organization's website, and they're geared around having pedophiles um, just be labeled as minor attracted people. Because remember, since 1973, homosexuality at one prior to 1973, homosexuality was just a mental disorder, and even in that same forerunning was pedophilia. So what they decided to do was they decided to put the same people who was able to get gay marriage into place and to end uh, homosexuality as a mental illness. They were able to get or put in place now since actually since August of 2011 it's they've been trying to get this into congress to have pedophilia as a sexual orientation because they're trying to have the, the argument is is that nobody's born liking anything sexually so we really don't know no one chooses that 
you know. So it's a form of confusion, but now that's the whole point of Luciferians creating what we call the deep web. And the deep web's whole purpose was a place that, you know, not only you can buy stuff on the black market, but you can also find children on the black market. Yes, you buy and children. Right. Yeah, you buy them and find them. Yeah, you can go, you can log in, you can go into rooms and see child yeah. abuse taking place. You can see snuff, snuff films and, and, and live. You can make requests. Red, are you there? Can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's talking yeah. my language. That's interesting because I was just about to ask you if you knew about the um, the dark web when yeah. we were, when you started getting into the Luciferians. So, yeah, um, that is something, family, that you have to go and research immediately as soon as you get off of this call. Don't research it in the realms of being afraid. Research it like Steve Copley would research it. Research it as a researcher. Do the right. simple common sense knowledge. When you go and research it, it's going to say the government has created a off-the-grid Internet. It's not the Internet that you think. It's the Internet that you can never find. It's not indexed in Google it's not www. It's a whole nother dark web. This is they say that three percent of the of the internet is indexed. Three percent of the knowable internet is with the shit that we know. That's three percent. The iceberg, everything underneath is the dark web. Now the government created the dark web so they could communicate. Because remember, family, the internet in itself is a military operation. It was it was militarized. It was weaponized. And it's a military operation, so it was created by the army. Now, the same place where the thousands upon thousands, remember the missing people, the, the the missing persons counts is in the hundreds of thousands. The government is getting caught in child pornography stings and all kind of things. There's all of these articles that talk about the scale of the child pornography. But it's more than just the child pornography. It's the stuff that you see the Zionists and the others. They're pointing it out. They're showing you that this is the stuff that they're doing. They're telling you about what they do with the rituals and the children. Steve Coakley told you about why they're taking the babies. Many other teachers explained that. York explained it too. So now you have this huge people. These whistleblowers are trying to tell people there's a huge underground network of Luciferians. When we say Luciferians, we're talking about a people who devour, all right, a, a group of people who receive the energy from devouring. In the act of devouring, they say that we are all devourers because, remember, we're, we're, we're cannab- we, we eat meat. The majority of us, we're not herbivores or fruitarians. We're carnivores. But they said they're at the top of the pyramid of devourers because not only do they eat humans, but they eat the energy. They eat pain. They eat they eat the inner. They eat off of the negative energy that they emit from uh, destruction on the planet. So this underground they, 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 they actively they actively feed off of trauma, of which there is an enormous stop. reservoir of available energy on this plane. Mm-hmm. So he who could tap into trauma as a food source is going to be the strongest beast. In the jungle. Thank you. 
Because remember, I saw the Valentine video. Valentine said you don't grow from eating. That process of eating food and digesting it and that being the source of growth, that is a myth. Because he says when if you look at the roots of where the tree the tree is, it doesn't it doesn't collapse the ground from eating, from pulling from it. It's not pulling nutrients out of the dirt and making it weak because it's hungry. Right. Human beings absorb sunlight. Human beings are absorbing air. Human beings are absorbing energy. Let's do a fact check. Remember when you went on your YouTube binge and you found yourself not hungry to eat regular food? What was feeding you, it was the information, the light code, the light was feeding you. That was nourishing. So I'm going to hit my L for those who indulge, and I'm going to watch this, this eight hours of YouTube. Honey, do you want something to eat? I'm already eating. I'm full. All right. So it's the energy, whether positive or negative. So let's just let's wrap it up about the dark web. But it's, it, it, it deserves its own show. It's that intricate. It deserves its own show. There's, more, there's pros to it and there's cons to it. But a lot of the missing people, a lot of you could, you, if you want to get on, your, if you get on your, your, your X-Men, you know, your superhero shit, you know how dudes be running around with the tight. I mean, y'all halfway there. Everybody that's young thugging it, y'all, y'all damn near superheroes, y'all tight enough. You know, start rescue. You know, get into get. You gotta help these people because they're they're killing people on the dark web. Like you could pay in Bitcoin to have someone tortured to death. Right. There are rooms where you go into and and there's live streams where they're doing things to children, and black women are tied up like them hog ties, like you could see on that uh, the niche, the fetish porn and stuff like that. A lot of black. Uh, women from backspace and other places on the dark web. When you research it, that's the information that you will receive. But on the other end of it, all that whole shit is government. That's your dark, that's your secret government, that's your dark government shit. That's that's the real underbelly of what's taking place. You will be exposed to that. But there's going to come a time where you're going to have to go on the dark web to communicate. Now, anybody that's sort of matrix. In the beginning of the Matrix, Neo was he was navigating not the web, he was navigating the dark web. He was on the dark web. He was on the underground. Remember, he had to put a special contraption together. They call it the Tor, the onion router, in order to go underneath. And what happened? He heard Neo and um and 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 um Neo and Trinity. The same way that you're hearing red and the blue right now. You're not seeing us. You hear us. This is that this is that dark and then he was selling drugs on the dark web facts. Right. And the dark web rose rose into prominence from what? The Silk Road, the drug site. The 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 underpinning of the dark web is nigga, you could buy a rocket launcher. You could buy everything that you want. Anybody talking about they want to get busy? That's the that's that's Kmart for that right there. They have Facebooks for hitmen. Talk about it. I don't want to talk about it, but talk about it, okay? Mm-hmm. You could put coins up, you know. You could put your bitcoins up, and you make some things. All right. No, that's real. That's real. That's its biggest thing is the fact that certain websites have our children connected to specific pedophiles that they have the addresses 
you know, specific children, black children specifically, that they have the address of these kids and they're spying. And they're able to watch these children coming home from school, uh, leaving their home, uh, going to school. And the deep web keeps track of our children like that. And when we talk about the Before You Act, it gets to a point where a, a man, an old rickety cracker, could take 45 years old, could take a, our children that's 10 or 11 years old, and you can't prosecute because, hey, I'm just attracted to minors. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And yeah. You, that's literally what that's saying. That's what the Before You Act is about. You can't prosecute no more. You can't touch him because he's just attracted. He, he didn't act on his attraction. He just wanted to have a conversation. That's what the Before You Act is for. So regardless of how far it goes, and then they can turn around and say, what if your child was attracted to a 45-year-old pedophile? You can't say, well, I, he he's not in control. Well, you can't say he is or he isn't. He or she isn't. They can they can clearly take away the responsibility of us as a group over our children. And now the Zionists, the Luciferians, have control over your children sexually. And I, I make it a responsibility to tie that back into their ideology, Talmud, that allows this to go on. Again, every you're controlling that's in your hands, your ideology will be the dictator of that. And ideology stems from this. They do, they've been doing this since they, for hundreds and hundreds of years, and now they're allowing it to manifest in an act against our, against our children. It's important. You've got to talk about it. You can't be afraid. I mean, we have a brother, Irritated Genie. That talks about yeah. it. But then it's like, again, like we talked about earlier, you see him getting banned from countries, and it's like, oh, man, he's, he's getting banned. I don't know if I want to talk about that. Let me just let me just keep talking about the same thing. Let me just, as long as I'm sounding deep, I'm good. But what is that doing for the group of people who don't know about this situation that's going on right now that a, a person can kidnap that child and say, okay, well, I didn't touch him. I didn't touch her, but I video cammed her, and I put it on this on this this web that you can't even that you can't even track with a regular IP address. And if you do get on there, immediately you're being connected, you're being spied on. So our people have no idea what's what's, what's underneath. Ninety-seven percent of what's going on right now is in that next world, and so we got to be able to be prepared for something like that. They can now. They can now own our children sexually if we don't know what's going on. Bro, that's crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm ridiculous. And, um, you know, what makes it that much more crazy is, is that it's taking place. Everything that you're saying, sexual. You know what I mean? And, um, there's a lot of willful compliance with distractions to not talk about the real stuff in this age of technology. The same diabolical being that they keep ranting and raving about <laughs> is the same person that they're depending on for their food, clothing, and shelter. And this right. is the result that we get out of that. 
you know what I mean? That nobody really wants to upset you know. Spot design. So, Spot design. So, you know, where, where do we take it from here? Because we know that there are new names in the hat. You know what I'm saying? We know that there are new agendas in play. You know, a lot of the people that we're talking about and mentioning, they were operable when your father was out doing his work. Right. Who are the new players? What are the new names? You know what I'm saying? Right. How are we going to get around to that? Or is this thing too far gone? Like, I don't recall too many. I've been in a lot of a, a lot of lectures, and I'm now that you got me thinking, and and I'm you know the wheels are turning. I don't recall seeing too many lectures where people were really putting up addresses, names, you know, because if it was a black person, they, give me the name and the address. Where are you at? You know, we, 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 we hunt our own down. But nobody is really stressing, like, yo, who, just give me, the, you know, like, give me some intel on something. Right. These things are not even really being, you know, it's not being talked about. And they give no. you manufactured, they give you, they give you prototypes and archetypes and, and entertainment. So we we tend to forget the real, you know, uh, art, Art and and in our real life are beginning to become juxtaposed. So they'll give you a, a, a supervillain like a a Trump, mm. you know, a character. Like remember, he was on TV. He's an entertainer. You're fired. Like all of that. That's the same guy as you know what I'm saying. He's going for mm. president, and he turned into Hitler on niggas. Right. The new season, he went Hitler. Yeah. Now you're all fired. Like, he's really about to fire some asses. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Thank you, Lord. He went from the apprentice to the Fuhrer, the Fuhrer. Right. So it's very interesting what they do, but they're keeping us distracted from real people in real places. I'm in New York. They're in the same. A lot of them are around. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah. And at that old way, I'm like, yo, it's it's crazy how dudes can ride down Lexington, you know, or Lennox or Malcolm X Boulevard or wherever they've been putting in work for hundreds of years. You know, but the era of Bumpy Johnson, they would they would go and see things, you know, they would go and make things happen. Mm-hmm. You're just dealing with a whole, like you said earlier, there's a level of fear. There's a level of... Uh, um. Lack of what, what what's really occurring is there's a community, a new community that doesn't mimic a community that existed before because in the community that existed before there was a level of organization, regulation, foundation, and structure. Do you understand? Right. It made people that forced people to play their position. You couldn't you couldn't put the uniform on until you put the work in. You couldn't put the uniform on and not do like if somebody puts a police uniform on and somebody runs past you with a purse in their hand, nigga, you're the police. You feel me? You can't say I wasn't the policeman. So if you put the all black on with them boots on, there's work that you, there's a certain amount of work that that's your uniform. Play your position. Play your part. You have a part to play. 
There's a yeah. lot of people that are not playing their parts. So all of the parts are messed up right now. Voltron hasn't come together since I've been in the community. I've been attempting to do it. I've seen it on small levels. But true Voltron, you have not seen all of the parts become resurrected and come together. That's the movement. And what a leader will do is a leader will lead all of the parts together. That's a true leader. And you're not, I don't know if, if, if a lot of people could qualify for that. True leader will put the lions together and form the Voltron. That's really what we're missing. Do you know what I'm saying? Bomb myself for it. So, I'm so about glad you brought it back. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No more ego. No more ego. No, I, I just wanted to say this. Have no more ego. Get rid of all of the... It's, people don't want to get rid of labels. When you come together, as he said, Voltron, you you come under a name, under one name, and that's the name is before you were a label, before you were a flag, before you were a language. You were one. And that completely tips the scale of the Luciferians because they're a minority, a racial minority, literally. They're literally just a handful of them, but they're controlling the world's population. And all you need to do is find a way to say, okay, well, look, the accountability has to be brought back in place. As you said, there's no more accountability. There's no checks and balances. There's no, okay, what is your agenda and what is your reasoning for being here? What is your purpose? What are you trying to do for the people? You see what's going on, so what is your solution? That will make people either go into er uh or they're going to give you a real answer. That's what it comes down to. Give me a real answer of what you got going on and what is your real response to this. If you don't have a real answer for this, then you're, you're, you're just a waste of time. But if all you're about is the same thing, then you're just pacifying, and you can put that in your own mouth, but we got to move on and get out and get this problem solved. Word. Can I read the article real quick to um, back up some of the information that you just shared with us? You got it, bro. All right. This article was published in June of 2013. It said, first time in history, white deaths outnumber births in the U.S. Deaths of white people outnumber births for the very first time in U.S. history, the Census Bureau revealed Thursday. The census predicts that significant drops in birth rates versus death rates will be regular by 2025. The new 2012 annual census calculated birth minus deaths as of July 2012 and saw a decrease of about 12,400 people out of 198 million non-Hispanic whites in the country. Several demographers have pointed out that no other racial group in the U.S. experienced a similar drop. Such a natural decrease within the white population is the first of its kind and was not even observed in the U.S. during wars or depression, the Washington Post reported. Do you hear them talking about that? Okay, are they doing CNN specials? On that one, are they becoming the? Are they not reporting that they're the endangered species? 
Was that you know they they gave you Mike Brown or they gave you Trey? They give you one person, one shot. Victims. They build it up to be a victim, not a martyr, not a victor, a victim. But I just shared with you in 2013, they went backwards, and then they started to turn up on you more so, right? Like you talk about right. the thousand deaths that, that occurred last year. They 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 now they they they're in um, offense. Right. As Dr. Francis Cress Wilson so eloquently explained in her magnum opus, the ISIS papers. In the age of ISIS, the keys to the colors. You have to. We have to make this required reading amongst all demographics, schools of thought, knowledge, disciplines, whatever you want to call it. Y'all know who I'm talking to. We got to get the book, not just get the book. We have to disseminate the, the information from the book. We have to take this stuff right, plays to it, movies to it, cartoons, shows. This has to be a definitive um, source source reference for the creators and everybody that's out there. She gave it. She 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 laid it out. Right. She did so. She did. You know. Now, she definitely uh, brother, did. But. Uh, peace. Yeah. Peace, peace. Can you hear me? Now, can I uh, yes. can I mention that he's going to be at Nicholas? Can I mention all of that real quick? Yes, please do. Do your do the King Simon. Let's go. <laughs> That's a new dance. <laughs> no, I'm I'm going to do that dance, brother. I'm going to create that dance. (laughs) All right. um, Just want to remind everybody that, of course, uh, Ali York will be in Nicholas, Brooklyn, this coming Sunday, February 14th. And I believe you're supposed to be doing Sunday TV tomorrow, correct? Oh, still? We need touch with him. Okay, yeah. I think he's supposed to do Sunday TV on the street. If he's out there, it might be in the studio. But uh, my brother will be speaking on the Luciferian Conspiracy, a PowerPoint presentation with questions and answers. Doors open at 2 p.m. The event starts at 3 p.m. sharp, and it's going to be happening at Nicholas Brooklyn Bookstore over there at 570 Fulton Street near Flatbush Avenue, downtown Brooklyn. Uh, Tickets are available. Advance is $15 before 3 p.m. and $20 after. All young people up to the age of 17 is absolutely free. Bring your young people out, especially them young people that's in high school, Bring them out. They're absolutely free. And if they, you ain't got it, if you're 18, just come on. I'll let you in anyway because I got this knowledge when I was 14. So bring it. Come on out. We have our first time in Nicholas, my brother. Our first time I've worked as far as in the lecture scene with one of the York sons. And I'm honored to have him, Ali York. And, of course, you hear he got a lot of wisdom. He's, he's, he's young and vibrant, ready to do it. And um, he's ready to answer questions because that's, that's how he was taught. That's how his pops used to do it, answer whatever and all questions that come. So after he does his presentation, we will have a question and answer, and um, we want you all to be there. I will also be opening up for the brother speaking on the numerologics of your greatness, understanding who and what you are mathematically through numerology so you can step up and do what you're supposed to be doing and don't be afraid because everything you want is on the other side of fear, people. Everything you want is on the other side of fear. So whatever he's breaking down and all that, we don't have to be afraid of it. We just need to be aware with it, aware of it, 
and, and, and use it for our benefits and make it applicable information for us to unite, work together regardless of what we come, whatever creed, whatever, domina- uh, uh, whatever doctrine we might follow. Learn to, have, learn to study all doctrines and have no doctrine. We have to learn to study all doctrines and have no doctrine so we can move together in unison and work together. So that's happening at Nicholas Brooklyn Bookstore, 574 Fulton Street near Flatbush Avenue. Doors open sharp at 2 p.m. Remember, Nicholas open at 12, so you can actually get your advance tickets at 15 or get there before 3 p.m. Vendors, call me. It's only $25 to vend if you're vending. $25 to vend. Just come on out and uh, go to my website, kingsimonproductions.wordpress.com. KingSimonProductions.wordpress.com or on Facebook, King Simon Productions, or Instagram, King Simon Productions, and Twitter, King Simon Broad. Thank you, KTL, as usual, for allowing me to come on and do my thing. And uh, my, we, we, we wait for the callers to come in and see what they got. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Yes, sir. Oh. Let's go to these callers. Let me open up Blue's line. Hello, you there? Yes, indeed. Can you hear me? I'm here. Loud and clear. All, All right. right, family. Now's the time. If you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, you want to build with the God, you want to add on, you want to ask questions, it's all good. The floor is open. We're going to go to the lines. We're going to open up the lines. So uh, if you want to call in, press 1. All right. Yeah. Any websites or any any uh information that the family could find or any of your lectures or books where the family could find it at? Uh, I have a of course, you know, YouTube page. That's uh Ali York. You just put in Ali York and that comes up. And uh, what I have there with me is a couple of uh DVDs, the um the Secret Covenant D V D that breaks down the families of Illuminati and then Rex eighty four and that's of course self explanatory going to King Alfred Plan and Rex eighty four information so that they're both gonna be there at the lecture. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well I wanna ask the first question while we wait for the family to prepare their questions right. for the night. With everything that was said and with the knowledge that you have of the dark web and the fact that it's an untapped source. By saying source, I mean source. You know, sources have like a plug, right? They have unlimited potential. Uh, different people can have different experiences um, depending on, you know, the level of skills or the level of or even the the the, um, the target that the that a person goes into the dark web looking for because there's so many you know so vast. What is the solution that you can utilize to use the dark web to help our people get out of some of the conditions, get out of some of the uh, limitations, and some of the stagnation that you that we find ourselves as a collective in now these days. One of the main things we can do is um, we have to find people who are extremely computer literate that can disguise their IP address. And you get on the IP address that is already disguised and hidden. Um, you, have, you have to expose the people to 
what's going on there in terms of um the you know the the preying on our children that's a the biggest solution that we have to have now is awareness and when we're looking at what's going on inside of it first thing again is you have to remove the fear because people will automatically think oh man this is kind of creepy it's like okay yeah it's you have to you have to get past that that's implanted by religion in, in the society so once we're able to find a way that we can disguise that IP address, because then you can immediately a linked, even just on the surface web, you're linked. Immediately IP address is linked, cell phone linked. You have to be able to get on and be able to at least pinpoint exactly and look at which sites they immediately are the pedophilia. So that's why I said, of course, you know, you have the sites that they sell black market things and, you know, all that type of stuff. But, you got to be able to get on and be able to show people that, look, this is, you know, exactly what's going on. This is, you have a picture of a white man, and then you have another picture next to that white man of two black children that has the same address, and they're being preyed on on this specific site. And that's that's the thing. We have to use our people that are that are great in the tech world that is able to get on and be able to be unseen so we can navigate through it and just be able to see exactly what they're doing and exactly who they're preying upon. That's a, that's a positive because we have that ability. We just have to, ha we have to find the people who's able to do that because they're in our community. We just have to find those people. So that's a positive that we can do. We have to be able to expose them first to what the deep web is, and then the next level is, is getting inside of it and navigating through it and pinpointing where these pedof where these pedophiles are lurking and crawling throughout this this deeper society that these Luciferians have created for them. Yes, indeed. I mean, that's definitely a noble calling out there for our tech specialists. I'm saying, like your brother said, you got to get past the queasiness. You got real-life assignments that uh, is, is, is needed, you know what I'm saying? Also, the harvesting industry, you know, a lot of that is taking place online, also led by the Zionists. Oregon harvesting community, to be exact, just in case the family don't know what we're talking about. You know, there's a black market for your body parts, and it it, it is a, a burgeoning market. You know what I'm saying? So all of these things in reality are taking place while we harp on slavery from 500 years ago or, you know, the commission's beef with the Hicksos from 3,000 years ago. Real-life traumatic situations are taking place on our watch right under our noses. And um, like you said, the least we can do is snoop around, you know what I'm saying, um, get this information <laughs> and protect the babies, you know what I mean? Like, let the family know that you've been tagged, you know what I'm saying? Some diabolical beast got their eyes on your babies, you know what I'm saying? Like, we need to do something about that. Right, right, and... Going to what you just said earlier just now about the organ harvesting, you know, harp is a part of FEMA. You know, all that is connected. 
and the organ harvesting is in the deep web. You know, you got these stars that is funny. Black people are happy to see white stars with black children, not knowing that these, these children are being used for genetic purposes and trying to bind themselves with whatever they can diffuse or, you know, take part of their genetics and infuse with them and connect themselves to these black children. And all this stuff is it's not just with Angelina Jolie or Brad Pitt or Madonna. These are other, you know, let's like take it to the next level of, of Rockefeller. David Rockefeller, who's on, over 100 years old, has over, had over six heart surgeries. Um, and all six hearts are coming from black people. So they know exactly when a black person is about to die. They know, okay, it, it's time. Okay, this is this, this is going to be Rockefeller's heart. That's a form of organ harvesting, because they know, okay, he's he's at the top of the food chain, you know, for be able to connect himself to this new heart from our people that we're not paying attention to. So now, a black child dies, black man, black woman dies. It's parts out there that's being given to this group of people, and not just that group, but just the race itself because they're facing extinction because they're at a minus birth rate. So they need whatever they can to survive. These are vampires that we're dealing with, not just regular uh, good old boys. No, we're dealing with people who are trying to do whatever they can to stay to prolong their existence. It's very important. Why do you think that level of their nature is missing on our people. What could have possibly happened where we let our foot up off of the gas and what you're saying could even be questioned at this point? We allow um, a fad to control our, our consciousness because we, we took groups and then we made them commercialized. And then those groups that became commercialized became the forefront. Like we'll take, you know, of course, my organization, you'll take, you know, the Wapians, then you'll take the Moors, and you'll take the Hebrew Israelites, then you'll take those that's under committed science. And they became the central focus. What group says what? But then in terms of the complete current things that are going on with our people, that began to become the minority. It began to become what um, what type of representation and the, the clothes that you're wearing. and it, it began to become now controlled. Consciousness is controlled. It's controlled and it's it's now becoming profitable. What you look like, what, what clothes you have on again, and what you're talking about is controlled. It's it's now okay. How much, how, how big of an unk you got on, and um, what it's 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 now decided upon exactly what role that we're leading into based upon what they decide. Because again, we have been conditioned to the point where we follow whatever they like. You know, they choose Egypt. They choose to put that in the museums. And we say, okay, well, they're in the museums, so let's go ahead and, 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 and teach about that. Or they're taking that from us, so let's talk about it. 
Let's talk about it then. Now let's talk about something that they decided to talk about, but prior to them talking about it and prior to them trying to own our history, we weren't talking about it. So now we're trying to bring something to the forefront that has already been established. So we're basically running backwards instead of completely dealing with exactly the current events. So it's now still becoming a controlled environment. You know, it's it's about who has the most knowledge as opposed to, and this is, this is personal observation, and this is just something that I'm seeing because, again, it needs to be completely talked about what is what is the new news you have to bring up. You know, a person has to be held accountable for that. Even if you're talking about um, parts of Nevada and San Diego that has so much chemicals in that water that you're, you're, you are destroyed for life, your, your your genetics is destroyed for life, and you'd rather talk about Kush as opposed to I ain't talking about the <laughs> the weed Kush. I'm talking about pre dynastic Africa as opposed to bathe in this water every day. So I'm bathing in chemicals. So exactly how am I going to deal with this situation? So it's no longer about surviving. It's about how intelligent you look to another woman or how intelligent you look to another man, and that's homoerotic, and we shouldn't even be dealing with that in the first place. So we have to get to a point where, again, everything that's being said has to be to an account. What does it have to do with right now? It's not about hurting nobody's feelings. It's what does it have to do with right now? And because, again, and it's funny you keep hitting on this, the accountability is gone. And because the accountability is gone, anyone can say anything that they want at any given time, and there's no, you know, you're not liable for nothing that you say and talk about. Your movement is just into a, a dead end, um, walking it into a brick wall. And you can bring up a Rockefeller, people want to all of a sudden start talking about something different. You bring up a Rothschild, a new Rothschild, family member, these are females now. Andrea Rothschild is, is taking in the taking up the, the football for the for the family. She's running with it now for the World Banks. She's controlling the World Bank. She's she's in this now. And if that's not even being dealt with, then okay. We have to create currencies for our people. Okay, how do you create currencies for the people? Is that your network within what we're all selling has to go into a conglomeracy, that we become a family house. But if that's not your aim, then what is your aim? You have to check yourself. We have to be able to start checking ourselves. But we want to call ourselves the, because we're truly the illuminated ones. We're really the, the real Illuminati. We're the, we're the black light beings. But if we're proselytes and Khazars as that. They just named themselves and took our symbols and put that on themselves and and, and, and just added in um, six ether forces or demonic forces to our symbols. You take a goat, Mendez, who was really supposed to be the ram of Ray, and then that becomes a, a satanic ritual, a, a satanic symbol. You could take the back of a dollar bill, that pyramid with the eye, which is supposed to be 
Haru, and now that becomes their all seeing eye. Now they see now they're now they're the omnipresent and they can see everything. They're the omnipotent of, of the world. Because this is something that has been taking place for literally for for the last four or five hundred years. But if you're God, do not say you're God if you're not willing to take back on that seat and be able to have the information to be able to formulate the people. That's what it's coming down to. It's all about checks and balances. It's all about the information. Is that information becoming outformation? Because the definition of outformation is being open to the ancestors to receiving, no longer reading but receiving. And if you're at, if you're not at that point, then you're not even trying to really elevate because you can be in a conscious community all day and not get anything done and not get any type of elevation done. The people are listening. Yeah, can I add on? Go ahead, bro. Yeah, um, You could be in a community and, like you said, just keep going in circles, you know, being swayed from one teacher, past, you know, you're getting passed along through the teachers. You know, like if somebody was in an industry and they get passed in the studio, passed around, right. people are getting passed around by teachers because they chose to, you know, they chose to enter into um, into enlightenment but not re- they're not doing they're not following enlight they're not following the path of enlightenment they're following this path of consciousness through social media right which is also is like putting it through filters so the expression of consciousness which is good at its core is powerful right right being aware it's being conscious it's being awake you tend to be angry in the beginning. When you're waking the sleeping giant, what did they promise you? That that you're gonna be that you're gonna roar, you will be angry, you will make a loud noise, right? The awakening of the sleeper giant, you know, don't wake the sleeper giant up, they're gonna roar. Well, niggas be roaring, right? Then through that consciousness, you begin to evolve. Now, the way that you're able to measure your evolution from just being angry and emotional and romanticized or romantic and then shedding that skin and then becoming militant and then being angry and serious then shedding that skin, then going to Comic-Con and getting into fantasy and going into the DeLorean, you're taking trips to the past, and then that changed. You know, all of these different transformations, but... What are the people who are watching that one person, that those one teachers that everybody is just, you know, trying to live vicariously through? What are you doing with the information that you've compiled because you've been through more teachers than that person that you're just watching? They probably never had as many teachers as you have because you've been all over the place, which is not bad. I'm not talking down on anybody because I encourage people to go into different schools of thought and into knowledge the positive advent of the internet is the fact that you are now able to walk into different universities. When you turn on a, a Bobby Hemet lecture, you are now sitting in a in a class of an occult, a master teacher in occultism. When you go and watch right. a film, a four or five hour film, 
when you get that eight hour fill, you are now entered into a into a high level class. So it's right. powerful in its in its inception. It's very powerful. And um but what happens is the one on one, the face to face, the hands in the dirt, the real stuff. Like when people I have this experience that I always say that when people are online it's easy for them to be mad at each other and curse each other out and be inhumane and indifferent to each other because that's not a that's not a realm where it's it's not organic. It's not in a realm where emotions and things like it's not on an organic level. It's robotic. So the shit cold. Niggas curse you out. Your mama, da 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 da. These same people see you in real life. They're like, yo, let me get you in Arizona, bro. You know, they want to be friends. Right. Like you have people that's arguing online and then they meet up at a lecture and they become the best of buddies. I've heard stories about that. Right. Saying that to say that that, that that what I'm used to and what you used to was straight right there. You were you were living it. You were in it. I was inside of consciousness. I was in that lifestyle. So it's prepared right. me for enlightenment. And I know consciousness is one phase, but enlightenment is a whole other phase, and that's the pursuit of man knowing thyself. That's when you're taking all of this conscious shit that you've accumulated, all the tricks, all of this um, formulas, because, you know, we are all, all of us, you know, the majority of us are alchemists. Right. We take shit and cook. We whip it up in a pot. We take different doctrines and start and start whipping the work and make it right. work for us. But that's when you really see the magic of it. Like I said, you could read a book about climbing the mountain, then you can actually climb the mountain, two different experiences. So it goes back to the experience. How are you experiencing your life as a result of applying what is known as consciousness to it? You will wake up and find yourself on a path to enlightenment. A lot of the shit that you used to be stuck there, not knowing and be stagnated and easily swayed by, you will never pay that shit any mind anymore because you graduated beyond that. Right. You can't go into your third grade class and get, you know, you're not going to get, you know, you ain't going to get blown away. Right. Because you passed that grade. Right. So for the family, this next grade and taking this shit into a realm that has never been seen before is the application of everything that our prophets, our messengers, our master teachers, you know what I mean, our scholars, our, our warrior scholars, our frontline soldiers, you know what I mean, our street hustlers, our rappers, our, everybody, you got to remember, it's all-inclusive in some right. degrees. We have to be able to differentiate, but we also have to understand all is one. So it's still an expression of the one. So even my brothers who are, quote, unquote, in the streets, some people may look down on the undesirables or the misfits. I understand that they got God. You, you play with it if you want. I, they have gods that work for them. I saw it. I seen it. Uh, they, 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 there's something about them that's essential because I've seen what has come out of the underworld that's where Malcolm X came from. Right. You feel what I'm saying? That's where a lot of the Ansar laws came from, where Jay-Z right. came from. You know what I mean? Right. That's where a lot of people came from. That's where pop came from, the roads that grew right. from the concrete. You know, and, and, and it's those people who have the active principle already in the system. Don't give it up to get into what is known as consciousness. Keep that, whatever you have, 
that active principle, people are sacrificing that for a life of, you know, and I, I get it. Because when you're in, this is, I, it feels like I'm in a monastery. I'm a fucking monk. I make it look good, but I'm a monk. That's what consciousness does to you. It puts you, and it's a beautiful thing because it's a spiritual, it is a spiritual test and a spiritual journey. It's a sojourn that you can't write in a book. I, I, I have never, I've read it, you know, people write about it, but there's something that is, it is, is for everybody different. It's a different experience for everybody. It's unique. But it right. fashions you and it molds you and it, and, it, and it burns you, you know what I'm saying, the sacrifice, the weight that you're carrying, the things that you have to do without to, to, to get. But you're creating with nothing, so you're really guarding. You're really showing both yourself, your, your peers, and those around you, your apostles and stuff like that. You're really Christ-like. You're, you're guarding. Mm-hmm. Right. What Dr. York did out of his mind and how the collective came together and built that land, bro, uh, you know. Right. And we live in an era and an age right now that everything could change in 24 hours and brightest and most powerful thing that we have going for us in the midst of this time and this era that we all find ourselves in, irregardless of what bloodline you want to identify with or what period of time you want to pigeonhole or put yourself in when your ass existed for millennia. If you're here, if you're here, unless you've genetically been modified, but if you're here, your bloodline lab, your shit goes back millennia. So you're just cherry-picking, uh, you know, romantic episodes of season 80 of some shit in your lifetime. Right. And that shows the lack of enlightenment. That shows that you're not on the path. You got to let people talk, and they'll let you know where they're at with their shit. That's why I just sit back and listen. I'm the guy in the back, the vendor. That's me. Right. Right. So, you know, I'm going to let you go on, though. We do have callers. I'm going to get to these callers. Okay. All right. All right. Let's go to the caller from the eight zero four eight six eight. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge Radio. Caller from the eight zero four. Peace. All right, we're gonna get back. Caller from the four one zero five down five. Peace. Welcome to Know the Ledge. Peace, Lord. Please, God. I'm just um I just tuned in, I'm late, man. So I don't have uh, a lot to add to whatever was spoken because I have no idea what was going on. There's a powerful bill. Yeah, I know what I did here, you know, made me really I had to stop doing what I was doing too. <laughs> the brother that you guys got in here speaking, I don't know who that is. But you know, he he was talking and the thoughts he was provoking I tuned right in because as he went on with the conversation, he just started speaking what I was thinking, consequently to his to his statement. So I was like, wow, same course, same train of thought. And um, I'm in total concurrence <laughs> with what I did catch. Well, and who is that? Hello? Yeah, brother yeah. Ali, yeah, that's Brother Ali York. Okay, very well. Yeah. Dr. York's son. Oh, Really? I want him to yes, know uh, his father was a major influence on on the opening of, of my mind 
all throughout the 70s and uh, even before the Ansarullah community, when you black Hebrew Israelites, mm-hmm. remember that movement, seriously. The, please, please, uh, please Bill, yeah, please came out of the State God. Street Mosque with his father. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Bill with the young God about that because I was giving him a history lesson about the influence of York being the foundation of golden era, um, New York, golden hip-hop, golden street era, you know what I'm saying, golden consciousness, the shit that uh, evolved into the 90s when Khaled started coming through and all of that other stuff. Well, I, what I remember, uh, I came in the picture when he was, you know, deeply into his literature when he was calling himself um, Al-Hadi Al-Mahdi, you know, when he was talking about that, when he was uh, in the movement, they were going back and forth to the Sudan. Okay, so um, I remember watching the evolution of it. You know, I'm, I'm, I really appreciate what he did because he came out at a time where nobody else, nobody, was was pointing to our ancestry, our ancestry, uh, or the legacy of our ancestry, anything. And he wasn't, um, how can I say this? He didn't stagnate. You know what I mean? A lot of people are like, he don't know what he want to be. But that's not the case. The brother was growing. And as he was growing, he was throwing that shit out into the community, man, like crazy. All right? I, um, I, you know, came out to the Nation of Gods and Earth, and I went into Orthodox Islam. And the brothers that were teaching me, you know, I was 15, 14, 15 years old. The brothers that were teaching me came out of the same mask with Sheikh Daoud on State Street in New York. All right? And, you know, they were like, throwing me his literature, the, the Book of Lamb and um, the Leviathan and these other publications that were out. And, you know, they enlightened me to the fact that Scripture was a lot deeper than I thought it was. You know, I had already gotten to the point where religion was rejected, and I, I, I got into Islam because it was something different, right? Christianity was rejected, and I got into Islam. And then when he came out, he opened the door on that. You know, like, I had no idea about the black stone and the tail that was attached to it, because they don't teach that in Orthodox Islam. So he came out with that book, 101 oh. Questions, for the uh, for the Sunni Muslim or something like that. You know, I Hold on a minute, Rafa. Hold, huh? Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Family, 347-637-2135. 347-637-2135. The show is sponsored by kingscounty.bigcartel.com. MyPowerPieces.com. Check us out. Thank you for your support in advance. Um, see y'all, everybody, next Tuesday, 9 p.m. for another show. Please continue. Okay. So it, it wasn't until Imam Isa that I even began to, to think in terms of the universal thread that existed in all of the scriptures and the Abrahamic faiths and, and things of that nature. All right? He and the Imam Isa was a wild dude, man. I'm talking about whatever he learned or whatever he grabbed a hold to, he put it out there so thick, you know. So when he grabbed on the Arabic, he he oh even though I was studying Arabic, right? But because I was studying with the with the brothers from Africa and the Middle East, and they're steeped in the orthodoxy and the fundamentalist. Uh, mentality. They didn't get into all of the shades of meaning uh, of the verses of the Quran or anything like that. So if it wasn't for the brother Imam Isa, really, you know, because everybody calls him Dr. York. I remember him as Imam Isa, okay? <laughs> so, and even though Malachi York was his first uh, uh, attribute in, in, in the very beginning, you know, uh, uh, it's still, 
I I remember him as Imam Issa, right? So he made me aware of interpretation and symbolic meaning of Scripture. He opened my mind up to the concept that there's more than one meaning to that shit, you know. <laughs> and usually the real meaning is is makes a lot more sense than what they're trying to get you to understand it as in the first place, you know. So, you know, for that reason, he was an inspiration to me. And in terms of, you know, the crack revolution ruined his movement, man, really. Because, you know, the, uh, I remember watching them build, you know, they're selling incense and, they, and they're, um, they're doing commerce, man. They're raising money, you know, and I saw how that evolved from... Them walking the streets asking for a donation with a cup, with a with a with a green moon and star on it in Washington D.C. Because I wasn't in New York, right, at this time. That that I watched them do that to going to selling incense, oils, literature, um, and uh, and the more it was a growing enterprise, man. And it wasn't just about him getting money because it was about him enlightening and empowering people in the community. It just so happened that, you know, crack cocaine slipped in to our generation and demolished everything positive our people were doing, like Black Wall Street, man. Without bringing any buildings down, they brought down the whole foundation of the uh, uh, of the original family here in the, on this continent, you know. And... And he he opened up our dome to the games that they play. I mean, he got man, see that literature is classic, man. You don't even see it anymore. Anybody that has it in the pamphlet definitely has an archive or uh, 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 and a perspective, a philosophical perspective on the religions that he was studying to bring him to the point where they felt he was a threat. You know, that that he won't amplify the fact that he, he was messing with some girl. You know, that, that that is crazy. By culture and everything else, women are getting married at the age of 13 overseas, y'all. And we've always done it like that. So anybody listening to me saying, nigga, you're a pervert, you're, you're our greatest men in history, they all was marrying women at the age as soon as they enter puberty. So now, you know, they, they, you don't let this Caucasian come in and slip into to the culture the fact that uh, uh, a man and a woman ain't ain't mature enough to live their life on their own until they hit their 20s when for millennia, and when I say millennia, I mean tens of thousands of years, we've been turning our boys into men at the age of 13, not 21, you know. So there, there's something with that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's something with that that we know that they ain't realizing or that they know and don't want us to remember. But at any rate, uh, the brother uh, opened my head up to the to the versatility of perspective on the planet, you know, because I'm thinking, you know, I was 15, 16. This is 1979 and 1980 I'm talking about because I'm 50 years old now. You understand? That, that that was a very powerful movement, man. Went from, I remember when it was just in Flatbush, Brooklyn, to I went to Cleveland. I saw them brothers out there with the Jalabias on and the, and the Vicar beads selling the or literature and teaching and opened up the center. I knew the brother Yusef Muhammad who opened up the mass in uh, uh who opened up the masjid in Washington DC on Florida Avenue. You know, it was at it was at Florida, um, I think in third at first and then they moved it down to seventh street at over the years. You know, I went in so I don't remember I don't I, I don't get to see what happened to it. I just came out and um 97, and I saw that they had closed down the whole center. 
and that the answer of Allah will no longer. You understand? So um, that's the extent of it that I can recall at this moment without being silent for a few seconds, you know, basically. Yeah. Hello? Yeah. yeah. You, you just ran it down, Rob. King Simon, King Simon. I was there too, brother. I King, used to make King, the King Simon. Yeah, I'm, I'm just kicking from what I recall. This other thing, like I had every one of them books, man. Yeah, and even right. though I didn't, I really wasn't in total agreement with the brother because you know I'm a skeptical cat, and I, you know, okay. I'm the type of person I have to learn for myself. But he was pointing the way. He, you know, like, look at this, he would say, <laughs> and, and consider right. that, and the, here goes the word, Arabic, word for word, and you can go That's check right. this lexicon. And so he was teaching brothers how to research. And, exactly. see, that's important, because nowadays, people, they ain't into researching. They just, oh, what is it? Oh, that's what he said. Well, Ross said it was this. No, 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 no. It was Imam Misha said, and Imam Misha said, this is where you look to find out what I'm talking about. So exactly. you can decide for yourself, whether, <laughs> whether you agree with his ideology that came out of whatever he was, you know, examining for or, or, or teaching. So, you know, I love that about the movement. And, you know, it's, it's disheartening to see where it has come, you know. Right. Exactly. You know, he spoke about Cleveland. I lived in Cleveland, too. I helped build that mosque in Cleveland over there on 105th. Uh, yeah, I, I, well, I, you know, like, see, yes, I, so you understand where I'm at. See, yes, there is sir. no coincidence in the fact that I saw that I saw it move to Cleveland. Like, you know, <laughs> look who's there. We were there, man, and I, I used to make the pizza over there in Bushwick. So, I, I mean, wow. I, I, yeah. I, I know that I know I try to tell now, Ali, what I, Ali, Ali, I got to ask you, Ali, can we do it again? Can we build like Jezeaba or that type of land again? Can it be done? Oh, I'm of the mind it is, but you're asking him, right? Yeah, I'm asking, yeah, I'm asking Ali. I, I, I know they opened it. Ali, yo, you still there? You probably dropped off. Wow. But Ra, Ra, you know, you know, Ra, you was dropping it, man. I, yeah, I yeah. mean, you took me back. He still there? Yeah. Yeah, you hear me? He should be. Yeah. Uh, Ali, you here? Yeah, you hear me? Yeah, yeah. No, I was trying to, I was trying to ask the question: Can they build back Jazzaba or 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 that land that they had in Georgia again? Mm-hmm. Can it be done? Yeah, it can happen again. Definitely happen again. All all it comes down to is just resources, and is you know that's that 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 right there just came down to money, and then once you get the money right, then you got to get the the people around that's willing to work because that. That that 19 acres that we had, that we built on, that was right. at least maybe five years of work. That was from like 96 to about 2001, really like right. 95 to 2001, because that first pyramid was built in like 96. So right. we got five years. We got two. But looking at the, the the nation now, it's it's so many young people out there now that's able-bodied, but the generation is totally different. So you got an Ansar generation that did nothing but work day in, day out that worked on that land, whereas now you dealing with um, baby, you know, like single-parent mindsets, mom mindsets, where it's like more effeminate. So all they want to do is go out and just sell a book. But when it Mm. comes time to building bricks, putting, putting a pyramid together, 
dealing with dealing with mathematics, it's like okay, well, I, I didn't I didn't go to school for that because you got to realize, pops made it. A, he he made it at some point on the land. You were required to know how to build, to know how to know carpentry. You yeah. had to have a skill. Yep. You know, whereas now, all thing you got to know how to do is read an actual fact front to back, and you can go out and sell a book. Whereas at one point, nah, you couldn't just do that. Okay, you got to realize, okay, you're going to move in this mosque, you're going to move on this land. Yep. You're not going to be re- – you, 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 you probably won't be reading very much. You're going to have to find a way to balance out your time. Whereas yep. now, ain't no – there's no work. There's no more work. It's about going out there and just I, selling the book. So yep. the young ones are now holding it, but there's no – the, the right. mentoring is gone. You know, you know, you know, Ali. I went down there a couple of years, about ten years ago. I was at Bushwick Avenue, and every time I go over there, I cry because I know what kind of paint, what I've done, what what we used to do as far as the hall of knowledge, what we built. And one of the young Nuwapians tried to disrespect me, and uh, at that time, at, at that time, Om Khair was living in the building. Om Khair right. came down, and when she seen me, she gave me a hug because she knew me since she was a child. She said, you know who this is? Don't you ever disrespect him. She, had to, she, she screamed him out. She said, don't you know who this man is? <laughs> and, 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 you know, and, and I felt so good that one of the young, you know, one of your, one of your sisters, you know, that, that's your sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, yeah. So as she looked at me, and even Emil from Sudan, she even looked at me right. and gave me a hug. But, and, and, and Muhammad, who's in Sudan, you know, your brothers and sisters from Sudan, they remember me from, because, like I said, I made the pizza, so I was like the reggae Italian stallion out there. Cause I used to play Bob Marley, so everybody would know that, you know, I'm making food in, inside the pizza. But, so all these guys were young and all that, and people, you know, I knew the, the, the wife from Sudan. And, you know, a lot of them have a lot of disrespect for the Ansars, and that's not good. When mm-hmm. we were the foundation that we, we was on, like, like Raul Kuh just said, we was on the train begging to, and we did security 24-7 on that 10-block radius in 10 below zero cold. Mm. They don't know this. Mm. We cleaned up that community. We right. stayed there in the cold, had to stand in moon boots and wear moon boots and, and down coats and, and, and on, 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 on those damn, um, them wooden wooden plaques or or cardboard plaques overnight twenty four seven doing security mm. to protect the women and y'all children. Yeah, they don't understand that we lived there. We dropped everything. We gave up everything and lived in that that Bushwick community. Everything. People don't understand that. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. What would you estimate would be the number of um, members in your organization on a on a global level that would respond to like an initiative, Brother Ali? Wow, I would say if you take like say five thousand members now, because it's starting to drop a little bit because of a lot of the old timers, the elders are, are murking now, um, just leaving. I would say yeah. literally because it, it, it takes a mentality. So I would take probably maybe a few hundred because you got to sift through a lot of the BS because you got a lot of bullshit. Yeah. The first level is the bullshit niggas. Then yep. 
the next level is the workers. And mm-hmm. that's going to literally be maybe a couple of hundred out of maybe three to 5,000. Okay. And that's not a lot, but that's literally enough to fit. But those are the people that you need, those that are really willing to work, those willing, those willing to sacrifice. And it's crazy because when King Simon goes into that, as far as as far as far the security, when we was on the land, it realized we was on the land, we was in, in the middle of a forest. So you was you was in between that cold. You was you you felt all of it. So when it was like frostbite, when it was like it, I, I'm 18 years old at that time. So when I moved up, it was like okay, you gotta you gotta walkie talkie, and you got some boots. Now it's time to go rover. That's it. I don't want to hear it, and that's it. I'm I'm coming from my mom's house, and I'm <laughs> on the land. So it's like you had I had to grow up quick. Yep. Whereas. Yes. Like just just like what you're saying, teaching now, I had to be groomed to teach before I was even open my mouth. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, anybody can go out there and they get you can you can videotape yourself and now you got a name. Whereas you know I'm and back in '99 there was no there was no internet there was no YouTube there was no Facebook. So right. the way you got the accolades was you better be teaching for about two and a half to three hours. You wasn't ready for that, then you need to go sit down somewhere. Mm-hmm. You had to, had to be chosen. <laughs> right and, you and in the conscious, yeah, yeah, and in the conscious community, you had to get on the stage of LIU mm-hmm. because Brooklyn. It was in Brooklyn before the internet thing um, started. Right. Then it became Brooklyn Harlem again. But you stood on the stages at LIU, and you taught a, a group of people, an audience that were used to sitting there for eight hours to four hours and listen to Phil Valentine, Bobby Hemmett, Hakeem Bay, Blair, um, Francis Crest Wilson. I mean, there's a there's a there's a list of people, but the information was so powerful. So to stand in front of the people on that stage and that sacred sanctuary and that sacred space, you know, you really had to be fashioned and prepared, and um, you had to be ready. And this um, is why, pardon me, know the dynamic this is why people, people don't understand the generation, like my generation and the generation immediately that come after us is, shut up if you don't know what you're talking about, generation. And people are like, man, that's so rude. But do you know how rude it is to sit here and talk and you, you're not really an expert, man? You know how rude that is? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> According to us, you ain't got no business speaking if you ain't if you can't elaborate and explain. Mm-hmm. That's right. Right. I, right. I wanted to ask this question because I miss you know everybody talking this and talking that everywhere, and you know where is he? Where is Malachi York, Doctor Malachi York, right now? Right. Right now he's in Florence, Colorado. He's in Admax. Okay, so he's still in. He's still incarcerated. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's still in. So it, it, it's right now. It's it's in the works of uh, the immunity process right now to go to Liberia. It's it's like a it's like a winding, slow, snail paced process for that. Yeah, because he had to go through the process of apology. Mm. You know, a lot of people don't understand that. You you can take back everything. When you walk in the court, you accidentally state your name. 
or you accidentally, you don't realize that they're hoodwinking you, when you realize that, you write an affidavit of apology. Excuse me, I'm, I'm, pardon me, you guys made a mistake. <laughs> you know, so uh, my status is such and such. You correct your status right there by affidavit, but their reaction to it is, well, you already messed up, so they can take their time now, you know. But uh, uh, he, if he he's going through with that process correctly now, he sh- he should be released. I've seen it happen to a brother named Raphael in Lawton, Virginia. Okay, he got convicted. Uh, uh, you know, he had more than a hundred kilos crack cocaine. Even though your father's situation is nothing like it, it's still the same in terms of they're holding for a criminal charge in prison, and he's using his status. He's correcting his status as he goes along to get out. So, you know, this brother has always been an example, man, a prime example of, of, of scholarship to me. You know, I didn't go to, to college. I didn't get a Western American education. So the brothers like that are what truly built me up, you know, and he was the only flesh and blood contemporary. You know, there were no, uh, 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 in my mind, that I knew about. I didn't know about Phil Valentine and, and them back then. I wasn't in New York. I was in Washington, D.C., you know, so I got to see the brothers that, that left the city limits and that were sending literature all over the place because I was a reader. So he was one of the only people that I, that I saw that would grab a concept man, and teach it to the people as he learned it as opposed to becoming an expert on it. You know, he'd be like, look what I found. Look what I researched. What do y'all see? And he's the only one, remember, that I know of that had open lectures. You know, question and answers. Y'all got a problem with what I'm teaching? Come here. We got for every two hours on 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 whatever. And then he had the tapes. I heard that on the tapes. So, you know, he would open lecture and, and invite people to come in to debate. That's you right. know, speak. If, yeah. And I didn't see anyone else doing that. I say, saw people lecturing, saw people talking, listen to Farrakhan's tape. I never saw him open himself up. You know, and um, they became a force to be reckoned with in terms of the conscious movement in this country, man. You know, a lot of people sleeping on that. That brother took uh, uh, and you and did it with a newspaper, just like the Nation of Islam. He followed the same blueprint that Marcus Garvey, Elijah Muhammad, Nobu Juali, that all of them followed. Yep. Okay? Yeah. He followed the same course and ended up facing the same type of circumstances trying to remove him from his place of influence. So they, that right there, regardless of his doctrine, whether you, this, whether you agree with his doctrine, you've got to set the props out that this brother put himself on the line and sacrifice his own life and time because they are synonymous <laughs> for our people. That's right. You have, you have to respect that. That's right. That's right. You and, know? I mean, he, 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 he used to walk, brother, your father used to walk from the Bronx to Brooklyn to teach in the beginning. Him and Yaya O, may, they, may he rest in peace. Yaya O was one of the great elders amongst them. Then that brother took put it on. And don't forget his brother, Oba, who I've seen at Dr. Ben's funeral at the African Islamic Mission, your uncle. They put in the work. They put in the work. They put in the work for us now to so to, to continue. And I remember back in the Hall of Knowledge, Doc said, when you come in this community, you come in sick. But when you get healed, you go out and do the work. He said this in the Hall of Knowledge. 
Well, that's I wish I knew that brother's birthday. I know he's a Virgo rising. He's, he's, he's June 26, 1945. June 26, 1945. Right. Now I got something to study. <laughs> you, know, I'm a numerolo- you know I'm a numerologist, so you know I get it. <laughs> yeah, you know there was a big thing in, um, in, in uh, what was it, 1985 about his age. Was he really born in 44, 45 because the... Uh, uh, this guy, what's his name? Uh, his name means lamp. <laughs> Siraj Wahaj is his name. Wrote that book about the Ansar cult in America. No, no, no. It, it, it was Bilal Philip that wrote it. Not Siraj. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Bilal all right. Not Philip. Siraj Wahaj. But yeah, but they're contemporaries. So pardon the fact that I can't recall 30 years, right? <laughs> yeah, Accurately. <yeah. laughs> At any rate, yeah, he wrote the Bilal Phillips, right? Yeah, and he wasn't even, even from America, so he never saw what they were doing. He's from England. You understand yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. Look at the capacity. Look at the magnitude of, of Dr. York's uh, 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 endeavor. He got niggas in, in Great Britain disputing him. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? Just, yeah, just trying yeah. to put a stop to his motion because it was so powerful, man. Whether yeah. you agree with it or not, you had to deal with the fact that he's making progress. He's growing. <laughs> And that right there is a threat to this to the to the economy of this country. See, I got to realize that what it really is is we are the foundation of this economy. Period. You know, and whenever we get a motion or a movement in this country that that I uh, consolidates the energy of, uh, of the folks involved, and they start generating their own economy. Mm-hmm. Come on, man! It's the first thing they let you know when you do your FCC one. I mean, your UCC1 uh, 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 finances statement that you, um, you are, this is for you and your family. You are not to upset the economy. So he's upset. He was upset in the economy, y'all. So, you know, this is what I think. The brother said, can it be done again? Indeed, it can be done again, you know, over and over again. And they're prepared to stomp it out every time it reared his head like Hercules in the Hydra. So we have to not just think in terms of. Put a security uh, 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 feature in there. So, brother, we're talking about doing that security. I remember watching, walking home at four o'clock in the morning down Florida Avenue, and the brother standing post on the door, wide awake. Yeah, the sutra. I remember that. You know. Uh, So, if if we were to do it again, we need to take into consideration how to safeguard the material existence of the constantly when a brother like that gets removed, who's there to take his shoes, number one. Number two, when he dismantle our shit, it's always from the inside. And they, they we're not as concerned with security as we are with image and status as as long as we get more security-minded in our endeavor, then we will be growing in terms of the movement that, that rise and or fall here in this, on these shores. I didn't, I didn't want to say
You got hands up. Let's go to these calls. I'm going to keep you on the line, Cosmo, okay? All right. All right. Caller from the 256-337. Peace. Welcome to another list. Peace, peace. Uh, I appreciate uh, you, you letting me in. I tell you, man, y'all hitting on something so heavy. It's just, ooh. But anyway, before I begin, shout out to uh, King Simon, King Simon Production, uh, my fellow Aquarius brother in this luxurious month. Shout out to uh, Brother Ali York. Shout out to, uh, I'll just say our, our numerologist. I don't know why I can't, can't remember his name. Shout out to the Blue Pill, the Red Pill, Mama Pill, KT, the Archie Bro- yeah, Brother Cosmo, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just had to, you know, just come in and do like Inky said and get a grand opening and grand closing, you know, on this thing because, you know, what y'all was dropping, man, you know, I believe it's just so much that our people already know. And I, and I, be- and I know that we got to just take it back to, a, to the basics, you know, because I, I believe that, you know, that, that when you so advanced, you know, it, it's kind of like giving – you know, uh, teaching a kindergarten uh, algebra when they have, haven't even learned mathematics yet, you know. And also, I've been noticing that, you know, being that such a Luciferian, as Brother Ali was talking about, have been, you know, spirit has been released on the largest city in this corporation. You know, uh, we stumble over each other too much, you know what I'm saying? And you know, we we'll, we we give more praise to negativity, which yield us not to you know accumulate and accomplish, you know what we should and and desire in this life. You know, um, we're going to create a short list. Um, you know, whether it's you, you know, your brother or a select few that you might bring on your you know your council off of here to just give to the people just a basic, simple, you know kindergartners list to show them how to recognize and another thing we can't you know um, hurt one another either you know going back to you know like the Francis Crest Wilson you know be kind to one another love one another you know um, but anyway we can't tear down and shout out to, to the brother Hui Kai for representing you know uh, on behalf of uh, Dr. York for bringing some to my attention and it stuck with me ever since last year you know, when he was saying that Dr. York talked uh, sound right reasoning, and wh- and whoever or whomever uh, you uh, present your way to, um, you know, don't tear down their ideology because when you do, you hurt them and then you lose them. You know, uh, shout out to the Red Pill for some, you know, personal counseling, you know, for telling me the same, you know. And I want to thank the brother for having a lot more love for his brother you know, meaning myself, uh, like he would love, you know, himself, you know. And uh, upon the journey, I just want, you know, you know, anyone that, that need advanced knowledge on what it is you need to know to come out of your situation, uh, I'm the one, you know what I'm saying? And uh, you can always get in touch with Brother Red Pill if you desire to holler at me, um, you know. And the reason why I brought that to, 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 my, to the attention, because it's like money, gold, diamonds, all of that, you know, has been worse for the evil and the killing and the slaughter. It's worse than any ideology that somebody have manipulated, but we don't still not get our money. You see what I'm saying? So I said that to say in all the truth that we have learned, 
We have to go in it, get out the facts, and run these manipulators, you know what I'm saying, that's manipulating our people up out of here once we start back to the basics, you know, reaching out to the ones one-on-one. It's like they the billionaire. It's though like they the, you know, one of the great man, uh, master teachers. Because when we do that, you know, then we won't overlook the Messiah, so to speak, or the Savior for our communities. Because I've been seeing <clears throat> here lately that, there's so many people we overlook and just jump to conclusion because, you know, they don't have nothing to show you then and there that's, that's tangible, you know, and, you know, we might miss the biggest, you know, increase, you know, um, from, you know, our growth in our entire life. You know what I mean? In other words, what I'm saying is, you know, uh, your next step or what you prayed for or what you, you know, um, uh, been, you know, seeking the ancestors for or, you know, giving rituals for or putting on the altar for that that you seek, the creator be done releasing to you. You know what I'm saying? And we have to have that love that gives us the power to comprehend it. And also upon creating that list, once we create that list, we will have a basic Okay, it's that. Okay, it's Are you going to ask a question? Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. What, what, what I was going to ask you, well, Brother Ali, can you hear me above that buzzing? Okay, there you go. All okay. Right. Um, yeah, see, the enemy don't want, don't want this to get out because cause the enemy know I got the answers, but that's okay because I'm going to still make it happen. But to the Brother Ali, what you think about what I what I just said? Do you do you see, um, you know what the enemy is doing and has already done that our people is repeatedly walking in? You know what I'm saying into. I mean, do you see that? Yeah, we, we're we're constantly going in the same cycle, and it's just mm-hmm. as God we have to be able to break it. So if we're if we're exactly. going into a point where his, we always talked about his time being up, and we're going into mm-hmm. now sunny heat gene process. The cycle mm-hmm. is over, so we have to be the ones mm-hmm. to create that cycle. It just comes down to mm-hmm. knowing that you're caught up in a web, constantly mm-hmm. being caught mm-hmm. up, in a web. and because you have to get past. Once we learn about, you know, we, we, the first stage is book knowledge. The next level is, mm-hmm. which is information, which is already defined. The next level is alpha mm-hmm. mage because sun heat gene is supposed to ignite what's inside of you. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's 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 realizing that the cycle is existing, that it does exist, mm-hmm. that we're being caught up in the same web. The next level is, is breaking it and being able to consciously and subconsciously act on your own decisions. So we just have to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you said that. What you think about breaking that cycle, though, Brother Ali? You know what I'm saying in, in a short sense, because what I'm starting to realize is by the time you know you do put all the time and energy and take the people to the different sources, it's like they back docile and asleep again. You see what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like when you look at the the ones that are stuck in the media and you know and these devices, you know that 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 excuse my language, y'all, but that bastard 
created an intricate thing to, to systematically take our people away. So what do you think about that short list? You know, do you think if we create like a, a short one-page list to be able to recognize the wiles of the enemy, you know, uh, in a short sense, and, and just start with, you know, our, just our basic people just, just around us and where we can reach to, do you think if we free them up on that small level, we'll be able to, to later on yield uh, a great sense of, of major accomplishments you know, which really is really a psychological matrix for real when you look at it because, you know, back in the day, Benz and Mercedes was the thing to have if you, you know, was considered successful. But, hell, to me, they always been the ugliest cars in the world, you know, uh, mm-hmm. until they started seeing the sense that people wasn't, you know, that wasn't working no more. So now they started to make them, you know, look better. You know what I'm saying? So what, what you think about that? Do you, do you think if we drop it in that short sense, we can reach them a, a, lot, a lot faster because – you know, um, I just feel like, you know, being that we so advanced when we go into the, you know, that, you know, like that college mode, you know, in such a European sense, I guess you would say, then it's like we lose them because a lot of them still at that kindergarten, first grade level, you know, kind of like what Red Pill was talking about earlier, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about having a codification once, once, you're in, once you're in consciousness. It's like take it to the next level of having laws and bylaws. That once you're in, then this is what you. This is the the code that you go by, and you gotta have groups of people who are willing to follow those laws and bylaws and follow that codification. That you don't step outside of that. That goes into uniformity, and mm-hmm. it, it will be a lot harder to go back into a mindset that allows you to to go back into the Las Vegas state of mind because you're already codified. You're already you know, you're already into a mindset that doesn't allow you to lag and get lazy into the into the information. You're already now becoming uh, a soldier into the situation, and you're just waiting to become completely opened up. But your works now is already information as opposed to, you know, okay, here, here's all these books that you got to read, so now I'm conscious, whereas, okay, what's the next step? You're just, you're just waiting on the graduation process. The process has to be put in front of them, so now you have to be able to put the pieces together for yourself and then act on it. We just have to be the ones to create that process that they stay in. Got you. What was the books that, well, I'm going to say the books, forgive me for saying that. What was the basic, you know, I guess you could say beginner stage, I mean, you know, in a short sense that, that you remember was was powerful. To, well, I know where well, you've been born and that's all you knew, but if you would have to break it down, you know, say maybe in three minutes or so to explain to someone uh, the basics of what they should know to come in, how how would you do that, you know, uh, Brother York? Uh, it's For me, it was, uh, it's got a wimp. Because um, mm-hmm. I, you know, contrary to popular belief, I didn't grow up in it. Actually, I came into consciousness when I was seventeen, and so oh, okay, my apologies. Um, yeah, I didn't know. No, it's okay. I didn't know who my father was until I was fourteen. So when I really was learning, that was just to rap. So from that point, it was just learning, you know, from Wu Tang and the Killer Priest and all that stuff. But then um, the book that really changed everything for me was Your Potential. You know, it was like breaking everything down to everything is, is encoded inside of you to become God. You know, that was it. I, I cherished that. You know, as God a mm-hmm. wimp took away the God complex of waiting on something to save you, it it, it, mm-hmm. it just busted. 
it destroyed the whole concept down. It broke it down and it destroyed it. So I think now because a lot of people are taking a time in African history and making that into a religion and as opposed to taking that as this, okay, this is who we are, this is what we once mm-hmm. were, and we need to go back to being that again. That's all it is. So for me, it was mm-hmm. it was your potential as God a wimp, and I just kept reading God series books because it just it made so much sense that there is no God mm-hmm. in the sky. Now we're waiting on is us. Yep, that's that is true, and I'm glad that you brought that up because that's what I've been seeing that the Caucasian has been famous for doing. You know, is yielding our power through us through through brainwashing. You know, because you know if you can control. Um, a mind, you know, it's worse than being in chains because at least when you are in chain or, or being you being kidnapped, that's another thing I stopped saying too. I don't this year I won't say slavery no more. I call them criminals and them bastards was kidnappers is what they were. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you know, said that to say this, you know, if I had to do it, what I would basically do was show, you know, all of the the quick little things as far like jealousy, uh, killing babies, and I, you know, I would hit the people with that basic sense, you know, of of what, you know, is evil and what them bastards will do to try to steal you away. You know what I mean? And uh, and I and I guess that's what I was, was asking, you know, and, and you answered that beautifully by the way. Um, you know, I just wanna give a powerful shout out to you again, mm-hmm. my brother. Thank the brother brother I thank the brother Red Pill for allowing me to get in. Shout out to uh uh my brother uh <laughs> um uh, sucks. King Simon, man, you're a powerful brother, my brother, you know, and I'm not saying it's just because you're one of my Aquarius's brothers, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but uh, uh, let me ask uh, King Simon, too, Can I? is it okay if I ask you a question, brother, or are you not really up for answering anything tonight upon, repo- uh, upon yes, uh, promoting this show? This okay. Yes, sir. What's up? Well, me, well, me and Dr. Dre, born date is the same date of this month, Okay. And uh, and well, well, the, the one first thing I want to ask you: When is your your born date uh, in this this month? And also, what do you think? Um, ent- <clears throat> excuse me, entails the uh, technology uh, upon which you may see in the num- numerology on my born date. You know what I mean? Could you could you go in on that a little? You know, a little bit. Well, when is your born date? When is your born date, sir? The eighteenth of this month. Oh, uh, okay. There it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm telling you, I was on. I was born the same day Dre was. Yes, you know, sir. I, that's I, right. I, you are born. Well, you know, as far as you you being in this number, this is first of all your birth. You're you're in your critical cycle before your birthday, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Third, second of all, you're in a two year. Now, this is a good year for you to partnership and pay attention to your intuition and when you move. Not when I say move, pay attention to the intuitions and your your dreams and. Your your daydreams and your intuition when you move about, and it's also a good year for you to get into partnership in some form or fashion. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year was a number one year with new beginnings, business, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, probably a new job, probably stepping into do, new direction and doing new things to accomplish greater goals. But this is more of a partnership year, so finding the right and loyal partnership is very good. Also, paying attention to who you eat from and where you're eating at. Is also very okay. professional. Plus, this is a number nine year, so this is a good year for number nine since you're born on the 18th. It's a good year so oh, okay. to <laughs> constantly stay on a detox and detox yourself from people you don't need to be around, 
friends and family you don't need to be around. You may love your family, but certain people that you don't need because you're a person that needs to see things to completion and, and, and go for it. Also, be mindful of where you're around because uh, nines are prone to, like, diseases like uh, fevers and chicken pox and different types of things, so you got to be careful of traveling in places that uh, too many people that might, somebody might sneeze or cough on you, you'll pick it up real quick. You have a strong constitution, but you got to real, be real mindful in the number nine year of your temper also and try to live more on a universal, on the other side of the Mars energy, live more universal side uh, on this number nine energy because it also represents universal love on one aspect, but it also has that Mars, Aries, Scorpion energy that can be a warrior, war-type energy this year too. So we've got to be very careful on how we deal with police officers because even the word police in numerology adds up to the number nine. So they're going to be turned up a little bit this year, a little bit more than usual. So we also, you being a number nine, be careful of accidents and all that stuff. And stay the course of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Stay it, you know, whatever you drink, whatever ideals you have, write down at least nine to 18 things that you love to do, that you do it so well that people will pay it for, pay you for it. That's how deep you do it. And make sure it is of a universal appeal. You should be learning another language if you don't already know one, but you should learn another language because that will also take you up to another notch in your universal appeal. Okay. Well, I just want to say that you are right and exact because, you know, one of my plans, I, you know, I've been talking to, to my big brother Red, you know, about some stuff, and I and I really plan on elevating, you know, my people on another level, you know, because I've I seen it, you know, even before I was a teenager that I, you know, the gifts that the creator had gave me, and I used to always wonder, you know, why do I have, you know what I'm saying, and I couldn't articulate or I could just open up something and fix it, and I ain't never, you know what I'm saying, I Put, did, redid the top on a on an engine before, you know, rebuild the top, you know. I mean, just, I mean, I don't know. But one thing about it, thank you, Creative Ford. I thank you to tell you that you're definitely right and exact. And, uh, you know, I just appreciate you for that. And also I wanted to know, too, whenever we get the twins down this way, if we can, uh, get, if we can get the funds together, uh, are you up for traveling as well, Brother King Sutton? Sure, brother. And plus, and plus you got Rob okay. Koo on the line. You should be bringing Rob, too, man. Rob's a powerful person, man, oh, when it comes hey, to look, hey, you see I'm universal, right? I'm, I'm definitely an Aquarian. I want to bring everybody in this thing. I want everybody hey, exactly. united. Well, well, you know, when it comes down to the rest, King Simon, mean, you know, you, you are one of the best. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and uh, we, We're going to make that happen. Yeah, I, I, I ain't forgot about uh, the brother Rob, you know, and I was going to say to the yes, brother Ali as well, I yes, want sir. him to come out a lot more because so, so many people love him. You know what I'm saying, and and um, and um, and they and they really want to see him. You know, they really do. And you too, our brother King Simon. I wish you would do more live streams as well, brother. Cause, yeah, um, brother. You know you, brother Herb. Uh oh. Okay, yeah. Go ahead to the next thing, man. I appreciate I that. that my no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just saying that. I, in my humble opinion, every teacher mm-hmm. on the KTL roster should be somewhere every week or every weekend. In some different city oh, yeah, in America, yeah, in some small mm-hmm. town, they like Raaku should not be at home. Mm-hmm. Red and blue pills exactly. should not be sitting around at home. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, King Simon should not be sitting at home. Whenever his schedule permits, mm-hmm. he should be in a different mm-hmm. state, being paid an honorarium by our people who are coming to receive mm-hmm. readings. They're coming to receive results. They're coming to pick his brain on how to set up a promotion enterprise 
and getting his, mm-hmm. uh, putting him in workshops. I mean, there's so much things that the family is not taking advantage of, and that's what I'm saying. When they realize mm-hmm. that this is about the path of enlightenment, when they realize this is about taking this information that you cannot find anywhere else, you're not, you can't go on cable, you can't go on the internet, mm-hmm. you can't find this information at this level anywhere else. This is rare. People have to treasure that. Yep. And 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 the yeah. the the the, the, the uh, pantheon of teachers that is available these days, the young elders, because keep in mind, a brother like Delbert Blair was in his eighties. Doctor Savy's in his eighties. Savy gave you stories about he start he started on his path in his late thirties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are teachers who started yep. in their forties, so there are brothers out here who are starting out in their thirties and in their and, and they're like, I'm 40, and then there's other people who are starting out in their early 20s, but we have to give us the time to mature and the time to master self and the time to really, you know, to evolve into who we are. But imagine us in 20 years. Imagine us in 10. Imagine, you know, look at us now. So this yep. is about yeah, building this legacy, and this is about taking advantage of the now, the people in their demonstrations on a global scale have not demonstrated the ability to take advantage of the now and the days and the times that we live in, which is we live in the future. We live in the time that was predicted, and I can identify multiple reasons why this is the future. So we live in a time where you could sit in your living room and talk to 1,000 to 5,000. I watched the Bundy, the thing on the Bundys they, where they were turning themselves in. On YouTube, live stream, 50,000 people in uh-huh. that chat. 50,000 people. While they played out in theater, while they played out in theater in front of the world to make these cowboys look like there was the biggest propaganda campaign I've ever seen in my life. While they made these white sovereigns and these militias look like they're the most honorable, fierce, fearful, fearsome group of people in the world. Instead of acting like they were afraid of them bringing them donuts and everything. But all I'm saying is we live in a very interesting time. We live in a time that everything could change in 24 hours like Marcus Garvey predicted with a push of a button, a push of a freaking a PayPal button or a send button. Things could begin to not change forever but move in a direction where you'll wake up with something to do, a purpose attached to something that can make you, uh, uh, make you history. Well, I'm 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 surprised that the people are not taking advantage of this. It's a yeah, pool. Right. It's a pool of teachers. They should be all. They should be. We should be traveling, if not more than, as much as Umar. Exactly. Yep. Now you're right about that. He places, when he leaves, do they not want to bring nobody else in? Like, he's in Kentucky, Wisconsin. These are places. I'm like, you know. Because you leave a card, nobody's calling the pantheon of teachers who have the solutions. If we think that a one-hour YouTube conversation in the streets or on the couch or a three-hour presentation on a stage in a theater or a blog talk show is what we have to do, is all that we have to give to the people, and that's our work. And if the people think that they're going to get solutions by watching those, those are like commercials compared to what you could get. If, if you sit down with these teachers, with these scholars, with these intellects, you know what I mean, and collectively come together and get their products 
Minister Inky products work. Uh, KT the Arch degree, Mama Pill, you know, these are products that really work. Dr. Savy's Red products blue really work. Line. <laughs> yeah, yeah that really works. Line. You put that on, you, you got it. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to feel different. You know, the, the, the precious stones and all of that, it really works. It changes the energy field. Study piezoelectricity. I better never hear nobody talk crazy about precious stones, sacred stones. The same stones that King Tutankhamun is buried in. Ain't he laid out in lapis? Ain't he laid out in precious yep. stones? Yeah. All of the and DMT the pyramids got quartz in it. Stones? They yep, rock in right. quartz. They rock in lapis. They rock in, uh, you know what I'm saying? You know, tourmaline. They going in. They rock in gold, copper. There's all of the stories about them digging up the mounds, and our ancestors were covered. We had copper headbands, copper test plates, and we were surrounded by beds of precious stones, uh, 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 sacred stones. People get funny because they got little pebbles and shit. I'm talking big boy shit, megalithic, big boy stones. The whole crib is the stone, a cave full of stone that we don't think on these grand door levels because we are not megalithic in our thoughts. We, 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 are, we give the megalithic stuff to the past, and we, we deal with this have-not pebble shit right now. And that's the problem. It's the mind state. So when you have access to thousands of people and it's all about reprogramming the subconscious, it's about the subconscious community as well as the conscious community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Programming yeah, the subconscious. Right. You feel me? That When you program, that's like the dark web that we were talking about earlier. You have the web, but you got the, the dark web. Everything is 80-20. It's always the subconscious there's always levels to this shit. It's always an underworld. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's right. right. And uh, before you before you end, what time is the thing and the uh, location tomorrow, uh, Brother King, signing for the event? We're going we're gonna to be at uh, Nicholas Brooklyn. Nicholas Brooklyn over there, five seventy fourth Street, uh, in Brooklyn, of course. And it's only fifteen dollars before three, twenty dollars after. Doors open at two. We start at three p.m. exactly. And that's going to be Nicholas Brooklyn. Uh, before they they supposed to be moving ex- exactly because they I see they're doing a renovation at the new spot. So they should be moving at the end of March, probably beginning of uh, April. So we're still there at Nicholas Downtown Brooklyn. And um, uh, of course we got the Healing Circle there every Tuesday. We do, I do numerology. I got pe- there's people that does uh, massage and and they got the crystal healers by uh, crystal alignment by Sister California. So every Tuesday we're there from five to nine. But like I said, this Sunday, Brother Ali, I know he has to travel, so I know he has to get to bed. He's leaving in the morning. So uh, y'all yeah. make sure y'all get all y'all can get. But he's going to be there Sunday at Nicholas Brooklyn. Call me if you want, 347-496-1022. That's my direct number, 347-496-1022. Or you can call Nicholas at 718-858-4400. Doors open at 2 p.m. It's going to be awesome. It's a PowerPoint presentation. So I can't wait to see my brother do his thing. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right, Brother Red Pill, I want to ask Wow, I think the brother's phone dropped. Yeah, his phone dropped. Hello? Yeah. Where? What's I'm up? Here. I, I wanted to elaborate on the thought that the brother provoked when he spoke about the cycle that needs to be broken. You know, that thing may be super analyzed because we look at it in terms, you know, in the mainstream, what what is current. 
you know, currently the police are killing us, and that's the biggest thing going on right now. And we ignore all of the underpinnings that support all of that activity that allow them to uh, uh, get away with murder like that, you know, and where, where they allow each other to get away with murder like that. There is, there's a, like, you know, I discussed it several times on this show, so I don't want to go way all out, but this cycle is is one spiral in a coil that's more than 150 years long. You know, you have to look all the way back to right after World War II when the eugenics stepped in and they allowed those genocidal maniacs to implement these little parenting programs into this country that affect our people more than any other people, just like diabetes and everything else, you know. And to, to, to get our people dep- uh, uh, independent of that stuff, it's a matter of caro. You know, it's not how many members are left. How many members are going to be working? Because once they start working, any little progress is going to just uh, 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 start the multiplication process right there all over again. You know, as soon as any core group of people start to make progress in any direction, they automatically attract the support they need to continue and to expand that operation. This is just a law, dynamic, and social revolution, really. You know, so I, I wanted to throw that in there. <laughs> you know, and I want to I want to veggie back on what you're saying because I initially asked the brother about those numbers that he had because I was going to propose the fact that if he gets a strong core of uh, brothers who are serious about moving forward, all they have to do is take advantage of the numbers, the walking. The, the numbers that they have, their numbers are strong enough to do crowdfunding or weekly crowdfunding, which will build up um, a budget or it will build up a treasury, which will be allocated to purchasing acreage. Uh, I can take you to a website where you could purchase your 40 acres. If you said that the land was sitting on 11, I could take you somewhere where you can actually get that for 40 acres for about 70000 80000 you could crowdfund a few thousand members of the Nuwabians to put $20 up, $50 up, or $100 up, a collective, not waiting for anybody, actually purchasing land and becoming owners. Everybody has equity and ownership in their land now. It's not about a one-person thing. And you put it in a trust, you do other things to protect it, you hire yourself now the version of a private army amongst individuals who are part of your your um your quality of membership who are who are in the armed service and who have the credentials to form private armies in the same vein or the same way that a Blackwater, a Titan, or, other, or any of these other um um for hire private armies that um exist now, you know how they came about. You use the same formula, Boom, and that's pow. your protection. Bang 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 bang. That is your protection. But this is but but the the money the aspect of raising funds is the key to it is is called regulation A crowdfunding. It's not reward crowdfunding like Kickstarter. It's equity and share crowdfunding. That's the new shit. It's, it, it was a it was a law called the Jobs Act for 2012 that Obama passed that allows you to raise up to 500 million dollars in equity crowdfunding. So you get your new ideas together and you begin to build up the funds that will get the land. You put, and, and and you hire. Um, a CPA, and you make sure that you have a board of treasury that protects the funds. It, it doesn't get allocated. It's on an open ledger, and you let the people see what you're doing with it. But 
if you have the blueprints for the last property or for the last land, for the land, then you have the ability to multiply that now on multiple levels. And keep in mind, there's 3D printing technology. I have the websites where they sell the actual 3D printing machine. It's not even a machine. It's a it's a machine that will print out an actual house, a structure. These are these are large structure 3D printing machines that are manufactured in both China and they're also manufactured overseas. I believe in um in Pakistan or something. But for the most part, they are 3D printing houses now. Research that. And I'm only saying that to say that the possibilities are endless at this point. Right, you're right. We have a a large number of homeless people. We have a large number of unemployed people. We have have a large number of undocumented people who have shown that they've excelled in the fields of masonry and and building, goddammit, and architecture and landscaping. Shit, You, you know, better tap in. To the trois, you know. Well, you know the Mexicans. We give them names. The Aztecs. The Aztecs. When I went over there, they told us that they were Mayans and Aztecs. They said it out their mouth. They're like, Mexico has seventeen different nations in one. It's a conglomerate. So they identify themselves as Aztecs, and they said the Olmecs were their mother apparent civilization. They, I, they said that it, we have it on tape on YouTube. So. Those brothers are to be utilized for the skills that they possess. We can definitely build a new community, turn this community in the same kind of uh, place that Hollywood turned the desert into, that Miami turned a, uh, a goddamn strip on a beach into, South Beach for that matter, that Las Vegas turned a, a whole desert into a gambling paradise. Let me tell you, uh, when I was out west, with, uh, uh, at the same time that Blue was out west, you know, I was staying in Palmdale, right? And I learned, you know, Palmdale was a pretty big place. I had to walk around, you know. And <laughs> I learned that what I was looking at was built in 20 years. That it, it started off as a trailer community. You understand that? So if they could take in 20 years a trailer community and turn it into a booming city that is more than eight miles wide now, imagine what we could do. You understand? Yeah, we could do anything. I'm going to try to get a blue pill when I do, you know. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.